0: out for the foreseeable future. So we got we're going to be rotating some guests, got a new one, but of course, joined by Kobe. How's it going, Kobe?
1: Doing good, just chilling out drinking uh some leftover Jameson and some Mountain Dew. You know, my go-to mixed drink. Um just ready to hang out. You want to uh introduce our guest, Kobe? Uh yeah, so our guest is this asshole that raised me. It's good. uh it's Jason. What's
2: up, Dad? What are you doing, buddy? Uh, I am drinking Jameson straight because I'm a man. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) I'm glad to join you all and um, talk a bunch of nonsense and sports and act like I know what I'm talking about for you all to uh, criticize me.
0: And I'm good with it. All right. And uh, I'm hanging out. I just finished uh, my Sublimely Self-Righteous. As as Kobe says, it's all I've drank for the last two months, but I've changed it up. I got a, a Stone Hazy IPA now. So You only changed it to prove me wrong. No, it's just the next thing up in my fridge. I bought a mix pack. <laughs> because a six pack of Sublimely is $18 and the mix pack is 22 and it's 12 beers. And I still get three Sublimelys. That's math. Okay. That is math. Yeah, that's math from a journalism major. That's telling you something, but we're not getting all right. Got an action packed show for you tonight. Um, So first of all, we're going to go over. We got sports going into the world of playoffs. Basketball is already underway in the postseason. The NHL, the pictures coming into view. We're going to talk about both of those. We're going to go ahead and rank for y'all as well. We're going to talk about our top 12 quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, We got some tight ends. We're not going all the way to 12 because it's tight ends. Uh, We're also going to talk about the five corners that if they're matched up on your wide receiver, you're going to want to avoid that matchup. And we're going to talk about the top five defenses. And then we're also going to go over from a dynasty fantasy perspective. What is the offseason player you're looking to add this year based around roster changes it could be a guy like maybe a trevor lawrence right who has a whole bunch of new pieces around him now you really like t law or it could be a guy who's changed teams this offseason that's now why you want to go after him when maybe you didn't before so as always we're gonna have a prime beef take sammy's not here so we're not gonna have sammy's number one bullshit um i found something that's bullshit though that i'm gonna give to you and of course i got a music moment y'all ready let's go all right. We'll jump straight in. NBA playoffs. Um, first of all, uh, Jason, I know you were saying you don't follow basketball as closely. So I don't know if you know this about it or not. Uh, Kobe, I know you do. What is y'all's take on the play? in
2: Like dislike. Would you get rid of it? it? I don't care. I mean, it's a money-making uh, thing. And so the playing is what, eight through 10 or seven? Uh, all the way to the 10 seat. So
0: nine plays 10. Winner of that plays uh, the winner of seven and eight.
2: Yeah, I'm cool with it just because I'm looking at the standings right now. The Nets are at 44 wins. Hornets at 43 wins. And there's a drop off to the Knicks at 37 um, out in the West. Uh, you got 36, 34, and then a the cutoff at 33. Those teams aren't going to beat the Suns at 64 wins. Why not play in and, and see who goes? And it yep. shakes up a bit.
0: Yeah, and I think, I, I think the way they executed it is pretty well done too because like the seven and eight seed play and the winner of that's automatically in as the seven seed. And then the loser of that goes and plays the winner of the nine and 10 seed. So if you didn't make the top eight, you still have to win two straight basketball games to even get in. Right. What do you think, Kobe?
1: I like it because like Dad said, the the eight seed's not beating the Suns. Suns best team in the in the league. They're going back to the finals, I think, again. But it is an opportunity for that nine seed to maybe build momentum going into that first round. And everyone knows those those series, uh, playoff series, sports like basketball and like hockey, uh, momentum's all it takes. Going hockey for a second. We all remember Carrie Price from two years ago. Yeah.
0: Um so now what uh I guess what we'll start with, obviously avoiding that one seed matchup because and I don't think it's going to be your answer for these, no matter what. Uh this first round, uh out west, which matchup are you most looking forward to? And out east, which matchup are you most looking forward to? But I'm pulling them up because I didn't have them in front of me. I'm sorry. Oh, well, hang on. Errol, then I'll give them to you real quick. Uh, we got Mavericks Jazz, uh, Warriors Nuggets, and Grizzlies Timberwolves out west. I I like the
1: Grizzlies Timberwolves simply because I, the Grizzlies have looked good
0: all season. Because John Morant's a freak.
1: Are they really who they, they claim to be? Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, it's they've done really well. They've also done very well without John Morant. So don't give him all the credit. They have the best re- I saw it. They're like their record's pretty much the same with him as it is without him. That whole team is stacked.
0: Yeah, that team's and good.
1: It's a, it's a very good team. It. I just want to see are they are they the regular season heroes.
0: Are they you know the, I mean, uh, the Washington Capitals of the NBA?
1: The Washington Capitals of the NBA, you could say. If you want to go baseball, the Atlanta Braves for pretty much all of the thousands and twenty tens. Team of the nineties, because
0: all they did in the nineties was make championships and lose, except for that one time. Exactly. So, I, I always
1: want to. You always want to see uh, postseason success before you give them. Give him that.
0: And plus, I think the Timberwolves are a little underrated. Yeah, and I mean, Cat, it, he could catch fire. It's possible. Yeah.
1: yeah. Carl Anthony Towns, he's a big body, and he can control the paint when he's in it.
0: Yep.
2: Jason, do you have one? Do you have a matchup you like out West? No, I would watch the Warriors, though. It's, I, it just, I like the way the Warriors play. I like the way they shoot, although... I'd love to see somebody just bang them in the paint. Um, uh, I was going to say the Nuggets are a good team to see that happen right. with. And just to see the contrasting styles um, again, you know, I, I was a big fan of uh, basketball back before it's tough for me to watch what goes on um, now with the whistle being blown almost constantly. Um, but I do like any sport that has contrasting styles um, and has somebody, you know, they just play two different games and it's always interesting to watch.
0: Yeah. Well uh, this kind of works out because my favorite matchup in the West is the other one Mavericks jazz. Cause I love watching the young players of the league come into their own. And you do that, especially with playoff success. And with the jazz, you've got Donovan Mitchell with the Mavericks. You've got Luca and, I love watching those two guys play basketball and getting to see them butt heads in a seven-game series. It's just going to be fun to watch. And then, so, out east, we got Sixers, Raptors, Bulls, Bucks, and Celtics, Brooklyn Nets. Jason, you want to start with that
2: one? Um, Bulls Bucks. I, I'm a Bulls fan. If I if if, if I were to um, okay, I'm a Michael Jordan fan, um, and then you became a Bulls fan because of that. Um, and the Greek is just very interesting to watch. He does things yep. that um, shouldn't be uh, being done um, stuff, but no, I, I but I do hope the Bulls win just for nostalgia reasons, if anything. Kobe? man i
1: i like the east a lot more the, than the west in general with with the matchups i did i'm actually gonna say one you didn't mention i hope atlanta wins tonight
0: oh you want atlanta heat
1: i want atlanta heat real bad because i love first of all i love trey young in the playoffs he's the ultimate super villain he's my favorite player in the league because he's a midget that can ju- that shoots that just the the bad attitude he has and the way that he can silence a home crowd is insane. Oh, I,
0: quick question. Yeah, deal with that. So the Bucks, you know who the Bucks backup point point guard is? Who's that? Javon Carter. If the Bucks play the Heat, do they put Javon Carter on Trey Young because he clamped him in the Big Twelve? You mean play Trey Young. You mean play Atlanta. Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah absolutely i think they absolutely try and s- exploit that especially because um the best way to beat uh the hawks is to shut him down so to make your point guard the defensive guy javon carter that's what javon carter's good at his defense
0: yep and that's why they
1: brought him in because they don't need their point guard to score Giannis exists and he's great at dribbling the ball long enough to get it to somebody else yep
0: um for me, the matchup I'm most excited to see, though, is Celtics-Nets because the Nets are finally allowed to have Kyrie Irving play at home because <laughs> baseball's back, and they didn't want to limit the Yankees. That's literally why that law changed. Um, but, yeah, so Kyrie is playing home games, So you, and Kyrie and KD are both healthy. Ben Simmons is supposed to make an appearance oh. in this series. Is he going to play? He's yes. su- so Ben Simmons, it is, it's, it's health dependent. He's supposed to make an appearance late in the series. If not then, then in the second round. Well, Quentin, let me
2: ask you, if if the Nets are going to win, okay, mm-hmm. do, they, do, do they have a better chance to win without Ben? No.
0: So I'm going to say no, and here's why. The biggest knock on Ben is his inability to shoot. Okay. And if you look at his, you look at his time with the 76ers, the other star with him was Joel Embiid, who also doesn't really stretch the floor. Now he's playing with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, who do stretch the floor and he can just be a menace
2: inside. So you don't think that there's a uh, cohesion problem bringing him in and trying to get him to go. I, I don't think so. I mean,
0: you, you got a guy who's just going to drive the lane and dunk the ball. And it, it's it, think of it, like plugging in an edge rusher on a team that's not that he hasn't been on that D line before, where it's like, just go get the quarterback. His job is just go drive the lane because he's not the primary ball handler and he's not a shooter. Quinn, he actually does have a point
1: on the cohesion thing because is has been going to be on the ball.
0: No, Kyrie Irving's the primary ball handler. That's what I just said. Is he's not gonna be the primary ball handler. He's not the shooter. His okay. job is drive the lane dunk. Pictures were
1: built the way they were is because Ben
0: Simmons wanted to be yes. primary. But he's I, I think Ben Simmons is smart enough to know that he can't handle the ball like Kyrie Irving. But yeah, Let's so hope.
2: that I think and the thing is though. If,
0: if Ben Simmons is your secondary ball handler, that's also pretty damn good.
2: Yeah. It, I, I think the Nets are such an interesting dynamic where Kyrie hasn't been able to play home. He's only been able to play half the games. And then you have this opportunity to bring in Ben Simmons that hasn't really, you know. He hasn't I mean, played all year. Yeah. So I, I really think that, you know, I don't know if I'm interested in the series, I'm interested in that team. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: partially like, and I mean, and I like the Celtics too. And I think if the, if right now the Nets look good, uh, they beat the piss out of Cleveland in that play in game. Anything Cleveland sucks. But yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I I just love watching Kevin Durant play basketball too. I've just never seen a man be so completely guarded and just be like, yeah, I'm going to pull up right now. And you just can't defend it. But, um, so now predictions for the championship game in the NBA, Kobe championship game.
1: So from the West, I'm saying it's the Suns. Uh could be the warriors. Cause Steph always finds a way to sneak in there, but I'm going to say Suns, and I'm going to say, the heat is so you're taking
0: both one seats.
1: Yeah. It took the easy way out. I just, uh, I believe in, in, in Miami, they almost, they got close last year. Yeah.
2: Is it scary out on that limb? What's that? Is it scary out on that limb? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like just
1: stay like staring below me. There's nothing, but I'm still floating.
0: So, since, uh, Kobe didn't want to be adventurous. I'm going to go ahead and go next because I do want to be adventurous. Uh, I got
2: Grizzlies 76. Oh. Is that literally yours, Jason? No, I got uh, Grizz over Bucks. Okay, I you think- got Grizzlies Bucks. Yeah. So the, the Suns blow out to Grizzlies in November, but uh, uh, Grizz just got a, an eight point win in April. They also squeaked out a one point win against the Suns um, in December. Like- Talk. The Greek freak is just absolutely amazing in the East, um, but I got the Grizzlies.
0: Yeah. I, I like Memphis. I like jaw. I like that whole team, but now, and then I'll give my reasoning on a uh, Philly. So Philly up until the trade deadline, all they had was Joel Embiid because Ben Simmons was refusing to play. So what they do, they turn Ben Simmons into James Harden. <laughs> so now you got Harden and Embiid together. And all of a sudden the Sixers caught fire. So I'm all in on the Sixers this year. I think that that duo is way better than anything they've ever had with Simmons and Embiid. And I think that's the duo that could carry them to the promised land. Cause it wasn't that long ago that they just missed the NBA finals by a shot that banked off the rim 19 fucking times from Kawhi Leonard.
2: <laughs> you,
0: that sounded like pain, Quinn. No, I'm an, I'm a wizards fan. We don't, we don't get fun. Yeah. We have, the Wizards have never won a championship. The Bullets have, but not the Wizards. Oh, we get our fucking star athletes that slip on a puddle of water and re-tear their Achilles. Thanks, that, John Wall. That happens. Yeah. In his own kitchen. Um, yeah. Unless anyone else has something they want to toss in on NBA talk, we'll shift it over to hockey. All right. Hockey Cricket. it is.
2: Cricket. I have I Cricket. covered so <laughs> that's all I got.
0: Yeah. For someone who said you were going to be quiet, you had a good amount of bit to say there about the, uh, the NBA playoffs and everything. Looks like you did some research considering you haven't watched.
2: I, they told me how to take notes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: So NHL playoffs. We'll go ahead and start out East. Cause the picture is pretty, is formed. We we know who the eight playoff teams are out East. It's a done deal. Just the, seating. the seating's up in the air, but we know the teams. And we, and we know who the one seat out East is going to be. The Panthers have, yeah, yeah, this is done. They have two games in hand and six more points than the Hurricanes on the entire Eastern conference. So we'll go off of right now in the East, we'll just go off of what the current matchups would be, which would be Tampa and Toronto, Pittsburgh and New York, uh, Florida and Washington, and then Boston and Carolina. what is what's your favorite matchup out there obviously me and Jason both being penguins fans we're gonna be glued to that series but uh yeah we, we might get into that in a second um but so what's your favorite matchup of those
1: um Kobe okay yeah sorry um so I, I like the Rangers uh penguins game for uh one specific reason they can't get, if the penguins don't get swept they'll win the series The rangers strongest biggest strength is
0: that is igor now the penguins are first round exits yep the the rangers have had their number all year they just can't beat them
1: once they play igor three or four games in a row nope there
0: doesn't matter uh, me and Jason are on the exact same page. That ain't happening. Nope,
2: they've lost. If we, if I want us to get Carolina so fucking bad. Hey, so I am begging the Washington Capitals, two games in hand, put something together, pass us up, let us get Carolina, let us deal with the Rangers after some skate has been done. Please don't give us the Rangers in the. We first could
0: also the. We just need the Rangers and the Hurricanes to flip too. They have the same number of games. Only two more points for the, for the Hurricanes. The Rangers yeah, could I,
2: jump them. I don't see that happening though. I, I, I don't.
0: Yeah, the Penguins' end of season schedule gets a little brutal too.
2: It's been brutal. Yeah, it's 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 been brutal the whole. Um whatever I'm I'm trying to look now. Yeah, I mean they're they're four, five, and one over the last ten. You know, it they they went through a stretch. Um yeah, that that the rest of that penguin
0: schedule's nasty. Um there's a couple easier games, but as a whole, it's
2: not great. Yeah, they went I mean because they, they got they, not that, they 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 had an 11 2 win, they, they crushed the Red Wings. Lost to the Rangers, had to go into overtime against the Wild, lost to the Avalanche, lost to the Avalanche, lost to the Rangers, lost to the Capitals, they beat the Predators. That was a pretty good game, one Kobe. And then it yeah. lost. Kiss my
0: ass. Hey, Kobe had the best seat in the house to watch Crosby stuff that last well, that, goal in, too. And I and, and, and
1: hey, tell him, whenever I saw Sid sneaking up, I said, No, he doesn't see Sid. No.
0: Well, so, and it was even better. When Matheson, when Matheson came out of the offensive zone and broke back into the slot and just skated right up Main Street, Kobe just went, how the fuck did that happen?
2: <laughs> but no, I mean, so I'm trying to look at their, pull up their main schedule. Um, Here, I'll give when, it
0: to you. It's Boston, Boston, Detroit, Philly, Edmonton, Columbus.
2: So it's actually not that bad. Um because I think they're better than Boston. We know. I think better. I think they could split
0: with Boston. I think they could lose the game in Boston on Sunday.
2: They're going to beat Philly, Edmonton, whatever. Um, Columbus, they could they're... lose to
0: McDavid. I think I think they'll beat Detroit, Philly, Columbus, and Boston once. So I think they'll win four of their last six. Which doesn't, you know, it's
2: Washington working with.
1: Can we talk about the fact that the Canadians uh, got 42 shots on the Islanders
0: and they're about to get the out anyway? God. Uh, Washington has Montreal, Colorado, Vegas, Arizona, Toronto, Islanders, Islanders, Rangers.
2: And that was that's Washington? Yeah. Yeah, no, Penns are, are getting the Rangers. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're going to beat Montreal. They're going to beat Arizona. They could beat the Islanders twice, but they're probably going to lose to Colorado. They're going to lose to Vegas. Well, they could beat Vegas, but Vegas is pushing hard right now.
2: Well, they, they'd have to run the table and the pens would have to drop. Well, cause let's say they beat Montreal
0: and they beat Colorado for some fucking reason. And who knows? Maybe Colorado takes their foot off the gas a little bit here. Um, but if they win those two games, they're only one point back from the Penguins. Yeah. Pit. I don't know. It's a fucking, I, 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 we're getting the fucking, they're getting the, they're getting the Rangers. Um, yeah. But yeah.
2: And what they did, the trade deadline, they deserve it.
0: What, you mean one move? I do like the Raquel ad, but they need a little more.
2: They sign him and keep him on Sid's line because that's the only thing they got going for him. He doesn't even um, play on Sid's line.
0: Which I don't understand.
2: Last, yeah, all well, the last two games he has.
0: Yeah, well, because he wasn't on Sid's line for the Preds game
2: and him and Sid combined for all three points. Yeah. And then, you know, of course he has to do a uh, uh, move around because Zucker, I think he's got hurt six times in three games. You um, can't stay on the ice. That's it. sucks
0: because he's really fucking good.
2: Yeah. Zucker's really good. Um, you know, I, it's blast me to say this, but I, I think they missed an opportunity to move Geno last year. Yeah. You know? Um I
0: actually wish that I, I liked McCann more than Zucker. I no, wish that had kept McCann.
2: Absolutely loved McCann. I, and I, it's not that I'm against Zucker, but man, you know, what's McCann doing up for Seattle right now? You know I mean? He yeah. is, he is, Seattle. You know, he just signed another, what he, can he get a five-year deal out of that? I think so, yeah. So, you know, and he has the best headshot in hockey. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Brandon
0: Tanev might have the best headshot. Uh because he does those fucking wide eyes and acts like he's he scared yeah. shit. Kobe's doing it right now. Was yeah? There you go. That's Tanev's headshot. Um, all right. Tanev, poster child for cocaine. Yes. So, Kobe's favorite first-round matchup is Penguins-Rangers. We went off on one hell of a tangent about that. But, um,
2: Jason, what's your favorite first-round matchup out east? Leafs-Lightning. That's mine, too. Yeah. Leafs-Lightning. Mean, you're, you're going for a three-peat, and you're going through a juggernaut. And this might be the the, the stop Leafs.
0: Nah. Yeah, I was about to say, you got,
2: you got one team going for a three-peat, the other team that can't get out of the first round. And you should know this. We ran out of gas in uh, 18 um, against Washington. We always beat Washington in the second round. We're going to win a cup. And uh, uh, going for that 3 peak, man, that's a lot of hockey. An absolute lot of hockey. And and, and for the Lightning to do it, they're going to have to beat the Leafs, probably beat the Panthers, or uh, honestly, they're going to have to beat the Caps because I think the Caps beat the Panthers, Um, and then have to go through Whoever is on the other uh, bracket, Um, whoever comes out of that. uh, I like Carolina. Do you really?
0: I could see it. Dude, they're good. Uh, They're good. I could could also see it being the Rangers, though. No. It's the same Carey Price story. Same thing. If Igor gets fought. I mean, the dude was going into the All-Star break with a 9-4-7. That's stupid. He's still at like a 9-3. What's he at now? Uh goalies. Yeah, he's still a 9-3-4 save percentage right now. That's ridiculous. He's a 209 goals allowed average, 934 save percentage. The only goalie with a better goals against is Freddie Anderson at a 207. And then it drops way off to Jacob Markstrom at a 224. Freddie Anderson's been good this year, too. He has a 9-2-6 save percentage as well. That's uh, that's Calgary, right? Yeah. Oh, no, Carolina. Sorry. What, I don't think Anderson. No. Uh, Calgary's goalie is Jakob Markstrom with nine shutouts this year.
1: Maybe that's what I was thinking. I've just got the names mixed up. I don't know.
0: Freddie Anderson's also bounced all over the place in his time in the
2: NHL. Yeah, he has. Because he started out in uh, – But at this point, so is Flowers a knock. Because I was going to say, I watched Freddie. He's
0: Freddie Anderson started in the Tampa organization because I watched him play in Norfolk with the Admirals. He won a Calder Cup as the starting goalie for the Norfolk Admirals when I was still living in Hampton Roads. But um, but yeah, so I got my uh, same reasonings as Jason pretty much on the first round matchup of Lightning and Leafs because – I, I just think that's gonna be I, th- I i see that series going seven i think that immediate series goes seven which also tells me neither of those teams wins a cup because you've got to get out of that first round fast no at least in six even still you don't want to do that you you want to be out of there by five, in five games in that first round that's your goal if your objective is the cup
2: oh i, don't know, I- I just think the Leafs are playing at such a level right now and they can score. And Matthews, man, I just – there's an argument now whether or not 50 and 50 is 50 and 50. He played 50 games and plays 50 goals. Um, I just don't see anybody doing it right now, and I just don't think Lightning has the uh, uh, goaltending to stop them.
0: Yeah, see it. All right, we need to go out west and first we need to start with something important here. Are the Las Vegas Golden Knights going to make the playoffs? In their last 9 games, they're 7-1 one, and 1. They're making it. They're they have a they have a game ahead of both Dallas and Nashville, but they're 2 points back. So, if the, I mean my god, they just beat Calgary 6 to 1 last night. Calgary felt bad for them, like they're not just beating teams; they're beating the ever-loving fuck out of teams. Because now so, they've got Eichel going and Max Pacioretty's healthy, Jonathan Marchessault's playing great, William Carlson's getting into form.
2: So here's what Vegas Pan-Obs has there uh, for the year: they got Edmonton, Jersey, Washington, uh, Sharks, Dallas, Chicago. It might come down. They play or, Dallas. That's huge. It, it it's at Dallas on the twenty sixth. That might be, depending on what their schedule is, too. You know, like trying to... Uh, yeah, well, things. we got to
0: look at Dallas and Nashville
2: as well. I, I think Nashville's in. I mean, Okay, no. so here's what Dallas has. Dallas has the Sharks, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Seattle, Vegas, Arizona, and Anaheim. They have an easier road. They do. Um, Dallas does. So, I mean, let's pull up the Predators. Let's see what they got. Yeah, because I'm looking at the standings
1: uh, yeah. right now. Chicago should win that. St. Louis...
0: I hope yeah, that's, win. that's tough. St. Louis is good.
2: Calgary, Calgary, uh, Minnesota, Calgary. You quit. I stand corrected. I think the stars in Vegas are going to make it. I don't Yeah. Think I was going to say Nashville's going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, that looks as bad as the penguins down the stretch. Well, I'll tell you what, if they make the playoffs, they're going to be battle hardened. That's true. Cause I was about to say, if, if the predators do well,
0: and, and it's the same thing with the, uh, well, see, the Penguins got through their hard stretch, and they, by "got through," I mean they lost most of the games and still made the playoffs. Um, Again, they, they came
2: out the uh, burning house through the back door.
0: Yeah, they they just waited till they got to the Islanders and said, "We'll beat you once." Yeah, although
2: they did get a couple loser points during that stretch. So
0: yeah, that's what, that's my thing is uh, is
1: uh, the Preds haven't been generating a lot of points, but they've been playing right. pretty good. D- for the most part, and taking games to overtime. So what I hate is
0: the LA Kings are going to make the playoffs. Kobe, this schedule sucks. Hey, it, hey, it, can someone tell me is Vegas Central or Pacific? What do you central? mean? They uh, are Central. Another Pacific. Sorry. Oh well, then fuck the whole Nashville Dallas thing. They're going to knock the Kings out the playoffs. Yeah. If Vegas is Pacific Division, they're going to bump the Kings out. Yeah, they won't. They won't bump uh, Nashville or Dallas. They'll bump. They'll They'll bump the Kings first because the Kings only have one extra point on them, and the Kings aren't good.
1: Oh, and Vegas has a game in hand on the Kings. Dallas yeah. now have a game in hand on Vegas.
0: Yeah, they're gonna bump the Kings. Yeah, but the Kings still bump. Nobody. No, they have less points than Vegas and Dallas, and two more games played. That's exactly what's going to happen. If if if, Na- if
2: Nashville makes it,
0: it's Nashville and Dallas will both make it as wild cards. The Kings are out. Vegas is a three seed.
1: The Kings would have to step up to keep the Preds out of the playoffs with two game with Preds having two games in hand and the point what's advantage the Kings
0: schedule.
2: What's the Kings got? <laughs> Columbus, Anaheim, Chicago, Anaheim, Seattle, Vancouver, Duke. It's not.
0: That's an easy schedule.
2: Shit. But
0: so I still think Vegas could knock the Kings back to the three seed, or or Vegas could jump to the three seed. Because all. Is there one playoff team in the Kings final schedule? No. All Vegas has to do is beat Edmonton on Sunday, and they're the three seed. Actually, fuck that. All Vegas has to do is go to overtime, and they're the three seed. They have the tiebreaker on the kings, they have more wins. The kings
2: have 88 points with 10 overtime losses. Yeah, dude, I'm 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 just looking at the schedule though. I'm telling you, Nashville was in the most risk. I think you're right.
0: No, yeah. After seeing uh the king's schedule, I think you're right. <laughs> that schedule at the East end, and how the West could still shake up big time. Well, the yeah, West no. won't shake up like big time. We have the Knights coming in and we're trying to figure out who's coming out. And it looks like it's Nashville.
2: So the only people that are not eliminated right now in the East are Boston and Washington or yeah, Boston, Washington, but they're 20 points ahead of like Columbus and the, uh, I think, I think that, I mean, like it literally has to be like
0: Boston and Washington lose out and Columbia or or in New York wins out. I think that's the only way it happens.
2: Yeah, Columbus is, is is technically still alive too, but they're sitting at seventy six points, and Washington has ninety two, and Boston has. 92. Yeah, no, I mean it's
0: we we know who's in in the East. We've known who's in in the East for the last two months. Man, would so have taken a monument. Like me and Kobe talked about it like months ago. we were like it would take a monumental collapse for any of these Eastern teams to miss.
1: Yeah, literally, like Columbus would have to win out, and
2: Washington. Was- Get a loser point. Mm. Yeah, I think. So, who plays? Somebody plays tonight. They might be playing right now. Islanders and Canadians just finished. And Jets, Panthers. What, the, just Islanders. The, Islanders the Islanders
0: beat the Canadians 3 0. The Panthers beat the Jets 6 1. They beat okay. the Jets.
2: So, it didn't affect nothing.
0: No. Uh, okay. And lo and behold, the Panthers beat the fuck out of a shit team. And And then tomorrow we got Penguins, Bruins, Red Wings, Rangers, Blackhawks, Preds, Wild Blues. That's going to be an interesting game. Knights, Oilers is going to be huge. Uh, Stars play the Sharks. Hurricanes, Avalanche might be an interesting game to keep an eye on.
2: Yeah, that would just because it's two good teams. It's but two I, powerhouse hockey teams. Yeah. I think the Avalanche is far superior hockey team. Yeah. All right. So
0: trying to think here. Let's say, because I think, so we're all in agreement that Vegas is in. Vegas is going to get in. Yeah. Yes. And
2: I think, I think they bumped Nashville. And I I've think t- the, Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 you're right. I, I think the Nashville Predators are the odd man out. Yeah, so we're going to say they bump Nashville.
0: Um, For the sake of this, let's just say they jump to the three seed. And the Kings are the second wild card team. Just because they're all already a point behind Dallas and Nashville. So you and- put those- what? In that hypothetical, what are you putting that as the matchups in? So your matchups would be Golden Knights, Oilers, Wild Blues, Avalanche Kings. Avalanche. Yeah. And Calgary, Dallas. <laughs> Out on that limb again. <laughs> No, because yeah, like that was such a fucking walk it, in the park for them. Colorado will sweep the LA Kings. There's not yeah. a doubt in my mind. Was nah, it,
1: Calgary it, Coach came out and said any I feel bad for the second wild card because it's gonna be a waste of eight days?
2: Yeah. Somebody's gonna be on vacation. Yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, it might look like uh Capital versus Nitro 2015 or 2014. Yeah.
2: So, that puts us at Panthers, Washington, Leafs, Lightning, Hurricanes, Hurricanes, Boston, Rangers, Penguins, in the East, and what? Vegas, Edmonton, Wild Blues, Avalanche, Kings, Calgary, Dallas. Dallas, yep. ain't got Yeah, Dallas, I don't – that team, I
0: thought they made all the right moves and they've done nothing but disappoint since then. Um, yeah, so – so, what's your favorite matchup out
2: West? Oh, well, oh none of them now. <laughs> I think the, the Wild and the Blues is the only matchup, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Well, so I'll give you mine It'd be Edmonton and Vegas. Edmonton's good. You got McDavid, dry saddle. I love watching that team play. And you got Vegas, who's coming in with a fucking outrageous head of steam after you know, Vegas- going on this absolute tear.
2: But do you know Vegas wins that? Uh, not necessarily. Listen. Edmonton is Edmonton. <laughs> Ed- All right. You know, until- well, hang on.
0: Then so for you, I, 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 I know- agree with so- you, but I think I know- it's gonna be a good series. All right. When we get into who we think's be- coming out of each conference, we'll get there. It might we'll be an there. exciting series. Yeah, I think I, I just think it's going to be great hockey to watch for like six games. Five. It should be five. I could also, I mean, McDavid's also, McDavid and Dry are capable of stealing two games.
2: But their back end is.
0: They're they're 43, 26 and six with no back end.
2: Yeah, but half the. Okay. So when our when you talk about those records, you have to understand that half of those stats came against the lower half of the league as well. McDavid has 110
0: points and dry saddle has 105. They're one and two in the entire league. You can forgo a back end when you're doing that shit. Until you get to the playoffs
2: and everybody's good.
0: But Edmonton's not beating just bad teams. I don't know. I, I think the series will be fun to watch. I, I just, in what I just love
2: watching Connor McDavid play hockey. It'll be the it'll be the fastest series in in terms of actual on ice speed.
0: Yes, and and I also love what like fast paced, chaotic back and forth hockey. Love watching that kind of game. Yeah, it should be good from that standpoint. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, I think it's going to be of every series in the first round outside of the Penguins, just from my like fan base perspective. That is right. going to be the series that I am tuned into every single game if it's an actual matchup that happens. And I think if you love watching in insanely fast-paced hockey, you'd be remiss to not watch that series.
2: But the first round of the NHL playoffs is the best time of
0: the year. Yeah. Like this, I, I was about to say, this is my favorite like sports time of the year, period. Because you got the yeah. NFL draft coming up. At the exact same time, you got the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs,
2: baseball's back. I love this shit. Well, so I'm anxious to see how the networks do this, because I used to love it when Versus had it and then NBC Sports had it, because you would turn on the TV at six o'clock at night, and there were three games every single night. Yeah. I didn't get no sleep. God, I remember gonna be a lot of game plus. I think good it, multiple TVs.
0: <laughs> I don't remember, I don't remember where I was, but I was I was not home. I remember not being home. Maybe we were in Tennessee for like a summer trip back to the grandparents, and we had gotten like a cabin or something. But I remember it was Sharks and Kings in a playoff game. And I was staying up to watch it. It was in LA. So it stayed, it started stupidly. And that game went to like five overtimes or some nonsense. It was like one of the longest games in NHL history. Okay. It wasn't the longest. Cause there's one that went to like 12. Uh, there's one that was nonsensical, but it like, I remember I fell asleep during the first overtime and woke back up and they were still playing. I think it was sharks Kings. I know
2: the Sharks were playing. Keith Primo ruined the longest game I ever watched. The uh, Flyers beat the Penguins in five overtimes. And it was brutal. I think it ended at like 2 o'clock in the morning. That's the one they ordered
1: pizza to. Oh, yeah. So, about the middle of the third overtime there was a random whistle and you see these dudes walking out with boxes like
0: from behind the benches. Yeah, here it is. Hang on. Hey, sorry. I found it. After 116 shots on goal, 142 hits and 104 faceoffs, Brendan Morrow tallied the series winning goal 903 into the fourth overtime. The power play tally marked the end of the longest playoff game in sharks franchise history. Yeah,
2: those are brutal to lose. Now, those are awesome
0: to win. Yeah, that was in uh, 2010, 2011. Yeah. Okay. That, but, that time frame checks out too.
2: But when you stay up till two o'clock in the morning to watch your team lose like that? Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. I, that one. Yeah. I had no interest in either of those teams. I was just enjoying watching hockey. So, nah, the, to me, watching your team win that game is a
1: lot like watching your presidential candidate win at like 2 a.m. You're like, whoa, sweet. Turn it off. Go straight Going to, to bed. bed. Not, uh-huh. a sec- not a second, not a second. You might use the restroom, maybe.
2: Now, Kunitz's goal in second overtime against Ottawa, though, is still one of the best. Oh, my games. God. And if you
0: watch like any YouTube video of like the best moments in sports history, that yeah. goal is usually on there. And that goal call is incredible, too. If you watch like greatest sports calls in history, that call is usually in there because that call is great, too.
2: Because that um, series is
0: so tight. Yeah. All right. Now, Stanley Cup final predictions. Um I'm
1: gonna go. Rangers, I think Igor's that I think Igor is that dude. And not to go run of the mill again, but Colorado Avalanche are straight up better than every other team in the West. It's not close.
2: Jason. Avalanche over the leaves. I don't you you finally do I- it. I think the only man I, I love Sid. I think Sid is 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 yeah, about as good as you possibly get. But I think the Penguins week,
0: don't beat playoff teams this year. They haven't all year. They
2: can't. I, do that. I just think McKinnon is the best in the league.
0: Um, Sid's pretty some like that happens. Yeah. Hey, my favorite my favorite McKinnon moment of the year is when he slashed the piss out of that referee though. He deserved it. he was talking shit. (laughs) Dude, that clip's hilarious because you know, because that both teams were the other team was wearing dark pants and he 100% thought he was slashing a player and realized it was a ref. It's so good.
2: I just, I just think the Colorado Avalanche are going to be so rested through the playoffs because I don't think they run into anybody that gives them
0: trouble. I got them running into somebody that gives them trouble. Calgary? Nah. I don't even have them making the finals. Vegas. Yes, sir. I got Vegas going on this fucking, like, I'm, I was talking to Kobe about it. I said, this team is ungodly hot right now. 7-1-1 one and one in your last nine. I don't think they're slowing down going into the postseason. I think they're going to stay on this fucking wicked tear, and they're going to be blistering hot. And, people are forgetting it's the same thing with this that I said about the Sixers where we hadn't seen a lot of Harden and we hadn't seen a lot of Embiid the NHL trade deadlines, even closer to the postseason than the NBA's. Yes. And once, well, hang on. Once the, the Knights traded for Jack Eichel, Eichel was hurt. And then by the time Eichel got healthy, they had Max Pacioretty hurt. We haven't seen Eichel and Pacioretty play hockey together until the last nine games. What's the record in the last nine? Seven, one, and one. Those two together are a fucking problem, and I think they're going to rip through the entire West and go right to the finals where they're going to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Book it. Oh, now I'm writing this shit down now. Book it. <laughs> Book it. So, as a pac fan, I got to open up wounds. How many times have the Penguins been the juggernaut? How many times have the 2012, how many times have they just absolutely been unstoppable? The problem with teams like what, what the Vegas golden Knights are doing right now is what happens when you hit the wall, can you restart and can you do it again? And that'd be interesting to see. Because I don't think that a team like the Oilers is going to be the ones to stop them. I do think that the Wild or the Blues um, or Calgary can be the type of team that can slow them down and stop them. I don't think that they match up well at all against Colorado. I, I, I don't think there's any part. I don't care what their record is with this setup or anything like that. I just don't think there's anything on the ice that uh, Vegas is going to throw at uh, Colorado that's going to take them out. No, it could be wrong because I talk yeah. to a lot of I was
0: going to say, and this is also a different Golden Knights than any of these
2: teams have seen, ever. Yeah, but hey, tell me. This. And they, don't forget, they got Alex Petrangelo on defense. This team's loaded. They are loaded, but on a side note, how bad do you want to go to a Vegas playoff game? Very bad. Oh, bad I want
0: to go to like, a Vegas. Like, let me put it this way, Jason. Eventually in my life, I'm going to be able to afford this, and if the Penguins and, and the Golden Knights ever match up in the Stanley Cup Finals, we're fucking going. Kobe like, can sit out because he decided not to be a Penguins fan.
1: It's not my fault. They traded away the one player that I wanted a jersey. No,
0: to. no, it's your fault because you decided to put down the black and gold for one fucking team. Yeah, dude, seriously, stop
1: it. Okay, look, I, I wasn't ever like really a Penguins fan. You're not I going. A Penguins I, fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to go to that game. Me and I Jason
2: wanna, are flying to Vegas. Fuck listen, you. I want to go to Vegas and Nashville because I, those are two most entertaining uh listen i'm just gonna tell you right now i can give you several pictures little baby beefcake in penguin gear right now you can take a picture of me in this pod and you got penguin gear
0: kobe trader i took my girlfriend and never watched a day of hockey in her life first first second date we go to a penguins game Instant fan, has a Jari jersey now. That's
2: Just saying. I hope she only wears it in the regular season. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is me and, <laughs> me and Kirsten have been to
0: three games together. Two of those games have gone to the playoffs. The other one was a one-goal game. To overtime. But the the key or yeah, yeah. Sorry. Gone to overtime. The other one was a one goal game. Been talking too much playoff hockey. Um, but in all three, the Penguins have won. So, so if you we, ever, Jason, if you ever want to have a heart attack, but know the Penguins are going to
2: win by a goal. You just got to send Kirsten to a hockey game. No. So we went and game five of the Eastern conference finals against Tampa Bay. <laughs> um they played flurry um gave murray a, a rest we we're gonna win a series i think no we weren't gonna win the series um um but anyway and in overtime they they scored a goal off tyler johnson's ass i've met right. tyler johnson cool guy until they scored he, he played it he played in norfolk here's the thing that he won a calder cup in norfolk so you know that that i, I love that tampa roster Penguins off his ass in overtime. No, not cool at all. He's an asshole.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's always been tough for me because I have like a lot of love for that uh, Lightning roster because those were a lot of the guys on that Lightning roster were Norfolk Admirals and won a Calder Cup with them and then went up to the Lightning
2: like the very next year. So I was cool when they won the first cup. I thought the second cup was a little much. <laughs> yeah.
0: Unfortunately, when a team gets good, they're just fucking good.
2: But the Avalanche are beating the Leafs this year. Hold on. What's – book it. Book it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Knights lightning, Knights win. That's, that's how the lightning – and it's going to
2: seven. I think all I, – I, I hope the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals – and the Stanley Cup Finals. I hope they all go to seven because there's nothing better than Game Seven hockey. Oh they my play god, so tight, um, and everything is fast. So yeah, I whatever happens, I hope it, I, I hope that at least those three series go seven. I know
1: it's not fast. What you two talking about? Penguins hockey.
2: Hey, uh, oh. you could be a fan too. Yeah, you could. <laughs> On. All I'm saying is y'all been on. on a from When then. can we can we do one of those infomercials for Kobe? Do you feel left out? Do you feel like the I conversation almost was- just spewed
0: beer out my nose. Oh my god!
1: Almost did I you-
0: stopped it. It was close.
2: It was close. Did you see that goal Sidney Crosby scored against the Predators?
1: Yes, I did, and it was a beautiful goal. And I can't. I'm not even mad.
2: Wait, which one? Ah! <laughs> because <laughs> he Sid, had two Sid, Sid was a monster that game
0: yeah it All between right. Sid and DeSmith it was those it, it was those two yeah, that, that game. I thought DeSmith was going to steal Jari's starting job until he played the Islanders bro stop it I don't know dude put, toge- dude put together some awesome saves in those two games but he also lets weak shit in it's so weird he's so yeah, weird put him in your top 12 Oh, top twelve, you say? Well, how about I give you my top twelve quarterbacks real quick for fantasy this year? All right, All right. Go for it. I'm gonna give you my first one. I swear to God, it's not biased. I have reason. I got Herbert number one. I don't. I, just- yeah, I had Herbert at number one. Why'd you just change your shirt? It's still <laughs> a penguin city. I could go pull on a, a Herbert jersey. No, nah, we're going to be, we'll, we'll get in a second. Um, no, so I got Herbert. Then I got Josh Allen. Then I got Joe Burrow. Then I got Patrick Mahomes. Then I got Russell Wilson. Then I got Lamar Jackson. Then I have Aaron Rodgers. Then Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson and kyler murray and so something that we have agreed upon is that we are playing under the assumption that deshaun watson will play all 17 games this season um but i did throw in a qb 13 obviously you bump up kyler if watson doesn't go my qb 13 if watson gets suspended is jalen hurts fuck you that was I, my that was gonna be all fucking hey, proud of that rushing upside man dude but that, um 13th dead ass but so i'll give you i'll give you some of my reasonings on on different things here so i bumped down mahomes and rogers solely because of weapons aaron Rodgers' best quarter best receiver right now is sammy watkins that's not good patrick mahomes lost Tyreek Hill, so he fell back a little bit herbert allen and burrow have great weapons all around them and Uh, I think Herbert and Allen are on damn near the exact same level, but Herbert has slightly better weapons, which is why I went Herbert over Allen. That was really close for me. And then I think Burroughs just a step back from them, but also has great weapons. Um, Russell Wilson, he's going to have, I I think he's going to have an awesome year. Lamar again, rushing upside, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Dax good at football has good weapons around him. Also low level of competition. Good at football. Good at football. Good at football. He's good at throwing the ball. But yeah, and and part of it, I I went Dak because, you know, he gets to play the NFC East six times a year. That is true. Yeah. The one I didn't put on there that I, I don't know, I was looking for somewhere to fit him in was Tom Brady. But at the same time, Brady's never been like a crazy great fantasy quarterback. It's it's been weird. Like no, how get down I'm 762 touchdown passes. Yeah, it's just I, I don't know. It was one of those things. Man. I was like going through it. What the hell did you just say? But if you look at his game
1: to game numbers, he doesn't have the rushing upside, and they and
0: Brady yeah. led team tend to get a lot more rushing touchdowns. Exactly. It's not that he's not good. It's that for so like, and and there are quarterbacks that are like that. Like I never loved having Big Ben in fantasy. Shit, I'm a Chargers fan. I hated getting Philip Rivers as my quarterback in fantasy. Roethlisberger won me championships. Roethlisberger is great fantasy quarterback. He might have had years, but like as a whole, uh, I mean, that was my thing with like Rivers. Like Rivers had crazy good seasons, but. And, and a part of it is that rushing, and like Kobe talked about rushing upside, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns are worth more. I never like twice. obviously Tom might get that, you know, QB sneak into the end zone twice a year, but that's it. You know, like Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Derek Card, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. Who of them aren't running in probably five touchdowns this year? None. And then some of them are going to run in double-digit touchdowns like Lamar and Kyler and probably Watson. The, six points versus four points. Actually, Brady- it'd be it'd be six points versus zero points because if you're running
2: it in, it's because it's somebody else running it in. Tom Brady had two more touchdown passes than anybody else in the league last year. Passes. 300- yes. Yes. Talking about rushing upside, Jason. You don't have him in your top 12. Yeah. You got a guy who's good at football.
0: Dak, okay. who's also got rushing upside. My, there, there's one trend in my entire list, rushing Better. upside.
2: If he doesn't die.
0: I don't think he's going to die. Oh. So they're drafting
1: a tackle first round is what you're saying.
0: I think they'd be dumb not to. I could see Trevor Penning going there. We'll get into that in a little bit. By a little bit, I mean in about two weeks with Tom. Spoiler alert, Tom is our guest for Draft Talk.
1: I hope he can't make it now.
2: Oh, no, he already confirmed he's in. All right. Dad, who's your top 12? Number one, until somebody knocks him off a pedestal and I'm for somebody knocking this man off his pedestal because he's been a thorn in my ass for 22 years. Tom Brady is number one until proven otherwise. He's going to win a Super Bowl until proven otherwise. He's going to do pretty much whatever he wants until proven otherwise. You want to be the quarterback of four teams in one year, lead them all to the Super Bowl? Sure, go ahead. Have a few He's number one. Josh Allen is number two. Matthew Stafford is number three. Justin Herbert's number four. Russell Wilson is number five. Rogers, Burroughs, Mahomes, Matt Ryan in a new place with one of the best offensive lines in the league, with one of the best running games in the league, and I have a reason for that. Then Lamar Jackson, then Kirk Cousins, then Dak. The Russell Wilson and the Matt Ryan being added in there, man, they will have more touchdown passes than the other stats that they have justify because you can get that down inside the red zone and then you can work from there. I just think they're going to have fantastic years. And Dak rounds out the top. But y'all did the QB 13. I don't think Deshaun was. was. I was going to say that was only if you have Deshaun in your top 12 you change shirts my man anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> for, for the obviously no one who's listening can see i pulled off the penguin hoodie and
2: pulled on an antonio gates jersey but, which this is san diego chargers uh, and that is one of the most fantastic tight ends in the history of the world the best uh, one of the most fantastic tight ends <laughs> My QB 13? The
0: only one I think you have an argument against with Gates is Tony Gonzalez.
2: And it's the only is, one. Oh, this is going to be another one that that, it's, it, that falls along with Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson. If you look at all their stats other than touchdown passes, um, I don't think that it's going to justify it. but I think their touchdown passes are going to be such outliers and, and I'll get into the running backs because of this here in a minute. Don't sleep on Mitch I'm telling you right now with a redesigned offensive line if you're playing super flex fantasy football super Flex, (laughs) if you can put a QB in your flex listen if you look at it from right now I guarantee you'll be think I'm crazy or anything like that but when he's in the top 10 in touchdown passes at the end of the year I guarantee he's going to be there or at least fighting for it because they're going to change the whole thing. It's going to be more of a Francisco. It's going to look more like the San Francisco 49ers than it does the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, the touchdown passes are going to be there. Now they're not going to be good, but they'll be to throw a couple touchdown passes and Mitch is going to be an upgrade as much as I love Ben.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, trust me. I was, I, I, I was talking to Kobe about it. Cause I was like, dude, I just dealt with this with rivers leaving. And it's so like disheartening to like watch this guy. Cause for me and Kobe, that was our quarterback, our whole lives. Right. You know, i watched breeze for a year and then it was rivers and, you know, and I, and I told him, I was like, it's, it's going to look fucking strange seeing anybody that's not like for me, anybody not wearing number 17 under center was fucking
2: weird. The second Ben was way too set in his ways to evolve what the Steelers needed to be. Ben started. There you go. uh, (laughs) Just held up a uh, Phillip rivers Jersey, but Ben started as the quarterback that would turn around, hand off and throw 15 times a game. He ended not being able to be the guy that needed to be able to do that. Yeah. Turn around. And, and, but the offensive line was not there as well. I mean, if, if, if Pouncey and, and, and Foster and, and, uh, wait, y'all put offensive linemen in front of your
0: franchise quarterbacks. I don't know what that's like. So for a good portion of this, <laughs>
1: um, up until the three all pro
0: linemen that were on the same up until the- they got rid of Phillip rivers, all pro linemen anymore. Rivers yeah, so, never had a fucking good O
2: line after 2006. I moved Mahomes down. I, I, I think that I do not think that he is um, as good as, as, as we're led to believe. I mean, obviously he's good. I mean, let's not act like he's not. Um, but I think there's going to be a hangover over that Bengals game. Yeah. So Jason, I'm curious.
0: When you made your list, did you make it off of fantasy
2: points or just your top 12? I've been really good at fantasy. If every time I think about fantasy and who's going to score the most points, I end up losing. If I just go with consistency and who's going to be there and what's going to happen throughout the season – it always averages out for me and I'm, and I'm, and I'm more successful if I just do it that way.
0: Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh,
2: okay. So it's a, it's a different mentality for sure. Uh,
0: yeah. Cause you, like if I was, if I was talking just straight QB index, like QB ratings mm-hmm. or you know, like, like obviously Brady's in my top 12, I was looking
2: at straight fantasy points. For real, but it always averages out. Like you, you said something about Ben not being a uh, fantasy quarterback. Every year, I would start out with Ben on the bench. Ben on the bench. Ben on... You know who has won me a, a fantasy football championship? Well, Daniel Tomlinson, hmm? Ryan Tannehill. I won one with him.
0: It's it it, it, it it's Ben Roethlisberger. It's all. <laughs> I got you ready for my no. draft strategy. Hang on, I'm gonna hit you with the greatest draft strategy of all time if you're playing redraft. I did it for three years and won three straight championships. QB zero. Fuck drafting a quarterback. Just go grab one out of the waiver wire. There'll no, be one there. Ben I did always- it. I did it with uh, Andrew Luck, his last year with the Colts. I did it with, um, I did it with Tannehill, his first year with the Titans. I did it a few times. I did
2: it three straight years. I don't remember. Oh, And I did it with Lamar Jackson. So with his so breakout who- year. Since we're talking strategies and everything like that, my fantasy football drafting strategy is wins above replacement. Warm. If. Mainly a baseball term, but good in every sport. Because if Tom Brady, okay, or or who's number one? uh, uh, Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen's number one draft pick, right? If Josh Allen's going to score, we'll just use 1,000 points. If he's going to score 1,000 points, Lamar Jackson's going to score 998, right? Okay, and then you go down, and the 10th person is going to score 987. But the number one tight end is going to score 30 points above number two. Take the tight end. That's why quarterbacks don't go first overall.
0: That's why people don't take quarterbacks and redraft leagues to like the fourth, fifth round. That's why I don't draft a quarterback.
2: And then wide receivers immediately. Running backs are very hot and wide receivers. I always take the Steelers defense early. Because the defenses, there's a bigger
0: room. Jason, we need to play fantasy this year because I'd love to take your money. They're shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that you draft a defense early and I was like, yep, all right.
2: Oh, for sure. There, there, there's such a margin of difference in the defenses. Man, the Steelers last year, stream them stream them stream defense and kickers
0: i live by that and especially in redraft all right so my projections yeah i was gonna say yeah let's get into your QPs now all right so my number we can get one, into this later jason
1: my number one i think you guys will think is interesting russell wilson
0: i could say I, it i'm not against it
1: i think having jerry judy and Cortland sutton around you along with albert o who i think is incredibly underrated he's not had an opportunity to show i think he's gonna be better than noah fant was in that offense yeah number two i have the same number two as both of you josh allen then number three kyler murray four mahomes five herbert the only reason i put uh mahomes above herbert is because the chargers run game is stronger and i think that's going to take away some points from herbert
2: no reason you put Mahomes above Harper is because you wanted to fuck with Quinn. It's because he wanted to be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can...
1: There's a bunch of... There's, like, scratch marks bet- what, between me putting a J and a P there for a second. <laughs> Decide which one to put first.
0: You got to remember, the Chargers run game also consists of two-yard dump-off to Eck, go take it 60.
1: Yes. You no, know, I'm with you. I'm with you, so he still gets the passing yards. I just think uh Mahomes has no run game behind him and what do you no mean they drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire
0: in the first round that was a hit stop that- it <laughs> god what a fucking bust <laughs> hey, all right man, carry on Kobe and let you be sarcastic
1: just shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> but then I have uh Joe Burr, Burr. Then, I have, then I have Matthew Stafford oh. and Derrick. And I couldn't. I could. Same thing. I could not decide which to put first. So they're on the same line on my sheet. I think both of them are going to have almost identical years, having to ha- having multiple very strong weapons around them. Then Lamar Jackson, then Deshaun Watson, Tua, Aaron Rodgers, and quarterback thirteen. Assuming Watson doesn't go as Jalen Hurts. I like it. I think Tua's gonna. Where they want to use Tyreek Hill, as Mike McDaniel's put, just like Debo Samuel, I think mm-hmm. that's a great opportunity to to get the ball uh, in his hands, and it's going to be a couple jet sweeps that'll technically be passes for Tua, and he'll get a he'll get a bonus hundred fifty yards a game.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm I believe it when I see it with Tua.
1: I think this is his year. I just got that feeling. If if he's not
0: good this year, he's buried. That's it.
2: Kyler's not even going to play. Who?
0: No, Kyler's good to go.
2: Kyler's
1: going to get the contract.
2: Why? There's nobody giving him that contract.
0: He's the best young quarterback out, out in the NFC right now. Oh, God, no. That's why I said young. Obviously, Rodgers and Brady are better. But...
2: You said Dak's not old, and he's good at football. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I was building a team right now, I'd take Kyler over Dak.
2: No, dude, that's so bad. There, mm-hmm. There's nothing he's doing that's good. He runs, he, doing? he runs around for his life.
0: Well, I I would say having to run around for your life is not an issue of the quarterback. It might be some protection problems there that they're not fixing. Yeah.
2: And, oh, and
0: hold on. He's so so into, hang on. What I said was if I was to build a football team, I would build around Kyler over
2: deck. Can you, can you, would you really, because can you, Yes. can you teach an old dog new tricks? He, he's what going into his fourth or fifth year now? Fourth. Yeah. Fourth. He is for three years. He has run around for his life and he ran around for his life pretty much in Oklahoma too. Out of, design more than necessity but in arizona he's been running around his life out of necessity you're now going to start building around him and expect him to stand there and make the reads that he needs to or he's going to backyard ball and run around and find the
0: he can run around all he wants as long as he's winning football games look what he did when deandre hopkins was on the field and then he got hurt and d hop got hurt and lo and behold the cardinals fell off a bit last year i'm just saying but it didn't
1: happen until both of them got off the field because exactly. even Tyler was out there without Deandre Hopkins. He was still making it happen. And he wasn't really, was, he was reads. It was a is, lot of legs and play action. The same thing Ben did for the first half of his career.
2: Yeah. Quinn and Kobe, I uh, just took an internet poll and they said that y'all are wrong. Mm. <laughs> um. With that, we'll, uh,
0: we'll go into running backs, Kobe, your rankings.
1: All right. Uh, Took the easy way out at number one, Jonathan Taylor. Um, Austin Eckler, he was number two last year in points. I think he's going to be number two this year. Uh, Najee Harris, he's number three. Um, He was number four last year without an O-line. Now he has an O-line. Dalvin Cook, CMC, Cordero Patterson, although uh, –
2: I think all apps consider him a running back. Yeah, that's bullshit what they did to us in fantasy last year. I'm just going to go ahead and go on the record right now and say that.
1: Where they didn't give you both options?
2: Yeah. One app did. Was it ESPN? Nobody would have drafted him as a wide receiver. It wasn't until week four where everybody recognized he was a running back.
1: Yeah. Uh, But then Derrick Henry... Then James Conner because James Conner even a committee in a committee system in Arizona last year placed
0: eighth or ninth in fantasy points at PPR. Yeah, now he's not in a committee. Yeah, that's a good, I, have, I, I left him off my list, and now looking at him like shit, I probably could have fit him in there somewhere.
1: And then Chase Edmonds in in uh, Miami. I, I I think the the type of offense they're going to run. Mike McDaniel seems to want to run the ball the way he's talking about. You know, uh comparing his game plan to Kyle Shanahan's. See, I think that
0: committee get, scares me too much.
1: I, I yeah. think Chase Edmonds gets your red zone, uh your red zone and your uh your short yardage passing.
0: Um, yeah, it, no, th- there's a guy who gets both of those. His name is Mike DeSecchi.
2: So I'm gonna give you props. I'm gonna give you props. I totally forgot about who was going to coach. Miami. I spent more time thinking about who the players were instead of who the designer is. So good to pick.
0: Yeah, my my what? biggest concern with that offense is the existence of Raheem Mostert. The what? The existence of Raheem Mostert yeah. also in that backfield. That's
1: yeah. Raheem Mostert. I think is going to. I mean, we're I talking think... about the
0: fastest running back in the league. So is is he still out in the yes? What? No, he's Is still he- fast as shit.
1: I think you almost see Raheem Mostert in a situation like Le'Veon Bell running up a wide receiver half the time.
0: Is he faster at Debo, though? Yes. Yes. He ran Is like it- a 4-3-1. That's
1: yeah. true. Right.
0: Right. Moster- no, he's fast as fuck. He's usually <laughs> the fastest guy in Madden not named Tyree Kill. Tyree Hill. Yeah, fuck him. I'd actually like to see him and Tyree Kill in a foot race. I'm not kidding. By the way, by the way, I they signed three players to
1: the league, and the, slu- and the slowest of those three players uh, in their backfield and wide receiver room is Chase Edmonds. Yeah, and he's not slow. He's not slow. Yeah, no, that was, they made good moves this offseason. They went for speed. They're going for speed kills. You're going to see motion every play, jet sweeps, reverses, everything. A lot of lateral movement. Yeah. Also, Dad, I guarantee you they run mesh concept passes 25 times a
0: game. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's literally been, like, the image on Twitter, too. Um, Wait, did you finish your 12, Kobe?
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, Jason, you want to do yours? Yeah. uh, Low-hanging fruit, Jonathan Taylor's number one until proven otherwise. Yep, I think we're all on the same page there. I, I don't know if he's the best running back. I do believe that I might be able to be at least the 12th best running back behind that offensive line.
0: That O-line's not what it was two years ago, though. That's, that's worth noting. They lost yep. some pieces. They have Quentin so, Nelson still.
2: They're not bad. No, they're not it, bad at all, but they're not the best in the league anymore like they used to be. Derrick Henry is number two. He's going to be the workhorse, and he's going to be the workhorse because he has to be the workhorse. Um, Dalvin Cook, um, he can do just about everything. And, man, I'm telling you right now, and one of the reasons I love Russell Wilson as much as I do in Denver and one of the reasons why I think the Kansas City Chiefs are not making the playoffs, Javante Williams is an absolute monster. And y'all about ready to see what he can actually do especially when they don't have to stack the box with nine. Um, Kamara, Chubb, Dixon, Austin Eckler. Um, I I don't think that they're going to make Eckler the workhorse that he was last year. Um, I think that um, they have a defense that they trust now. So they'll be able to open up just a little bit more instead of uh, uh, grinding out some of those. They also, Um, I I can
0: tell you from a Chargers fan perspective of being really up to date on their like news and stuff. They're trying to find an RB two that could actually take some of his workload from him because it's just too much.
2: They're going to kill. Yeah, exactly. And man, don't sleep on this guy, man. David Montgomery. Ooh. Um, I, I watched the Bears last year a couple times because... I watch a lot of football. And yeah, I like Montgomery. I just hate the Bears. And
0: the Bears are <laughs> from well, a fantasy perspective. Uh, I don't like hate the Bears, but from a
2: fantasy perspective, I hate the Bears because I liked Allen Robinson. The the from Penn State, but um, one of the worst constructed football teams that there is, <laughs> and David Montgomery stands out every single time he's on the football field. Yeah. And Tony Gibson from Washington, if you follow it, the same exact principles that I had with uh, the Bears, he just showed out every time for he had every reasons to fail and he just continued um, to move forward and then I got nausea. I just think that they beat him to death and I'm not sure he makes out his rookie deal and Aaron Jones uh, finishes out.
0: I like I like that list. Um. All right, I'll go ahead and give mine here. So we're all in agreement here. Jonathan Taylor, number one. I mean, he's, he's just good.
1: To what um, you the best running back, you might be right. But they do love counter right, and they have the best left guard in the league in Quentin Nelson. Yes,
0: they're, they're just good at football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Number two, I got Derrick Henry. Uh, number three, I got Dalvin Cook. Me and Jason literally have the exact same top three. Uh, four, I got Christian McCaffrey. Because PPR upside, if that man stays on the field, he's an absolute menace to society. Um, uh, Number five, I got Eckler. Six, I got Najee Harris. Seven, I got Nick Chubb. Eight, I got Antonio Gibson. Nine, I got uh, Aaron Jones. Ten, I got Joe Mixon. Eleven, I got Alvin Kamara uh I, and so i gotta give a caveat to that one if he doesn't get suspended so i'll give a running back 13 as well because he did beat the fuck out of a dude um 12 i got javante williams and then if kamar is out bump javante up and then i love jk dobbins people are forgetting jk dobbins you know, exists
2: you know what that's a great point quinn because the steelers had a chance to go J.K. Dobbins, and they did not. And he tore his ACL last year.
0: Yeah, he didn't play at all last year, and people have forgotten that he exists, and it's a damn shame because he's really fucking good. He's about ready to come back and 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 like, like oh, the, I, I, he might like the league on fire this year. I could see him being a top five running back this year in fantasy, and yeah. I, that's not a joke. Like, I could really see it happening.
2: Well, you got him, Hollywood, Lamar, Andrews. God mm-hmm. oh, bless. Yeah. That's going to be a very talented fourth-place finish in the uh,
0: North. Why would you talk about the Browns like that?
2: They are um,
0: the Browns.
1: Brown, hey, Dad, you're right. The Browns will find a way.
0: Actually, no, the Steelers are finishing fourth in that division.
2: Let's be real. Um, Lost your mind. We got Mitch.
0: <laughs> Pittsburgh. Nah, I was about to say, you, you might say you have Mitch. But the Steelers are about to make the best move possible for this franchise and trade for Baker Mayfield.
2: Go yourself. <laughs> oh, here's why that'll never happen. This <laughs> probably isn't where you want this podcast to go. Juju's gone. All oh, the- wait till you wait for my number one bullshit. I got it all based around Juju. All the distractions are gone. Zero chance. Now, talent-wise, Baker actually, with Matt Canada, kind of makes sense. No way they're bringing him inside that building. Zero chance. One of the biggest things, it isn't the fact that Mitch can throw the ball. It isn't the fact that he actually can understand it all. It's the fact he likes to kiss titties. Mitch does like titties. (laughs) And if, and if you don't believe me... As the Steelers if, are a pro-titties franchise. They, they are very pro-titty, but also, man, how much bullshit have you seen around Mitch? Yeah, but the bullshit
0: I see around Baker, I love, though. You see, like, really? it, like, so here's the thing. Like, this is the way I, I look at it. Him locking up Ben's house for progressive commercials... So here, yeah, no. So this is my thing is I look at everything that he does and I'm like, if I was a, like, and I look at this with like every player that does this shit. Right. So like Kyler doing his shit on Instagram. Right. As a Cardinals fan, I would hate that. Yes. But everything that Baker has done as a Browns fan, I would love that.
2: No, no. Like, I don't know. For me, it likes a fire under a fan base. No, he won because they looked elsewhere. I love you, Cleveland. I don't know what to do next. Shut up. Be better. Fight. I mean, the man took him to a playoff
0: berth and then beat the Steelers. And then they started looking elsewhere. That's what you invited me on this podcast to talk about? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I was at Kobe's house. That was that was an event. Um Yeah. Yeah,
1: that was awful. That was great. I- I was, qu- I was quite loaded at the time, but yeah, no, that was
2: an I event. just don't think that he has the, and maybe I'm wrong. He, he fits Canada's system. I like Baker Mayfield. I genuinely do. I think he's good. I, I like his, I men- don't think he's great, but he's good. Well, I think that he has a, I'm going to beat you for spite mentality, which I like. I don't like yes. I'm gonna bite mouth. That's what I don't want. I want my quarterback and pretty much all the teams that I want. Sid, Ben. I mean, I want my teams to kill you and then be like, well, you know, we try to rest. Now they slide, slide. Look at their side eye at you, and they're like, yeah, you know, I know. Everybody knows. I don't. I don't need you bringing. You know what I mean? Holy you make the fuck. I just realized why I love Justin Herbert so much. You make the most money on the team. Shut the fuck up and let everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, I just realized why I like Herbert so much. The dude talks zero
0: shit, both off and on the field. The dude doesn't talk. Like, he's just, like, that was like his, this is also the dumbest thing about Herbert, in my opinion, was like the number one knock on him was that he doesn't talk like right. he's not he's not an extrovert herbert's super introverted but he's also a fucking genius the dude graduated with like a 4.4 gpa in biology like it wasn't like he went for like a but but yeah but i was like oh my god that's why i like him so much it's because he's like
2: sid but baker what why are you talking you haven't won a damn thing you you don't want shit
0: well, I love a good shit talker too, though. I love doing like, I mean, and this is coming from someone who was raised on Phillip rivers. I love a good shit talker. I
1: also, I also almost was a huge Baker Mayfield fan. Then he got drafted to the Browns and I couldn't be anymore.
0: Yeah. See, like exactly. If, if Baker was outside of your division, like he is more, like him, obviously if Baker was a Raider, I wouldn't like him, but <laughs> the Raiders fuck the Raiders. This is a uh, fuck the Raiders podcast. Uh, with the Raiders and their uh, addition of a wide receiver. Um, Let's jump into wide receivers. Uh, Jason, you haven't
2: gone first yet, so give me your wide outs. Debo. All right. Is is, is he allowed to be? He's technically
0: considered a wide receiver, even though he plays 17 positions, including punter.
2: Including? Um,
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, Devontae. I just... Devonte, so good. Now I don't. Here's the thing about Devonte. We're about to find out. You know, chicken and egg with him and Aaron Rogers. But he's Justin, in my top twelve. Justin Jefferson, he ain't too. Justin Jefferson is just. do what Devonte does on the sidelines is uh, Julio. You know what I mean? It. Who else does on the, Who else is on the sidelines? Like Devontae right now. no. Mike, big Mike dub. Yeah. Mike Williams. Just throw him a jump ball. He'll go get it. Yeah, in the hash marks on the sideline. Anyway, take off your... Oh, roster. okay. Yeah, yeah, you haven't watched Chargers football. Got it. You're, yeah, I did. I was very thankful that night they lost that game and put the Steelers in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest coaching decision. Anyway, uh, four, I got Cooper Cup. Then I got Jamar. Number six, Mike Williams. Um, Number seven, Terry McLaren. Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, Hunter Renfro, Tyreek Hill, Deontay Johnson. All right, so I guess so you got Mike over Keenan. Yes. Okay. So, so this was a very, very, very hard decision for me and
0: then so so mike makes it but keenan doesn't make it at all i guess would be my thing
2: because i would i would put keenan over Mike. period so keenan has well so i also have um evans over keenan allen has been on my fantasy football team for like ever
0: yeah because if you're playing ppr he's a fucking menace
2: yes which is what these rankings are yeah Give me ninety three catches for eight yards. It's it's it's, but he, man, he he's the Chargers' Deontay Johnson. Mike Williams, down, you know where it's going. Mike Williams is a different man. He he is, but he has other options. So I can't put him higher because I tried to follow. You know. Yeah, you know that ball's getting spread around, especially now that Gerald Everett's there too. But, but Cooper Cup. I don't care if you add OBJ. Yeah. I don't care. If you add Robert Woods. I don't care who they just sign. Um, Alan Robinson. Yes. Which is a fucking great ad, by the way. It is, but he ain't getting Alan Robinson targets. Oh, they're yeah, throwing, he is. They're no, they're throwing it to Cooper Cup. Well, I mean, to beat Alan Robinson targets, he has to get
0: more than three a game because he was on the Bears last year. <laughs> Imagine, I, can't,
2: I can't wait for Alan Robinson this year. But it's still going to Cooper Cup. Oh, 100%. It's still going to Cooper Cup. Hunter Renfro, That's why I'm scared of Hunter Renfro this year. You know, Jamar Chase, he's getting all the targets. Um, Justin Jeffries, or Justin Jefferson, he's getting the yep. targets. Um, now, Devontae Hunter, I do have two Raiders on here because I don't think they're going to run the ball maybe six times. I don't know. Josh Jacobs is good, though. It doesn't matter. It's an Al Davis organization. I know Al Davis is gone, but him and his son with their bad haircut, they're running out of All they want to do is throw the ball down as far as they possibly can on every pass. I've watched the Raiders for y- They don't do anything. Yeah, until good. they got to play J.C. Jackson and Pat Sertain twice a year. It, okay, once again, I've watched the Raiders. They don't care. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, fair enough. They will throw all the interceptions. They don't care. They're throwing the ball. Um, and I know Derek is not my top 12. Derek is an excellent quarterback.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I I put him in mind, not because I believe he's like incredibly good, but because the weapons around him are fucking but, insane. Let
2: me also say this, we're, we're doing quarterbacks, running backs, defenses, corners, tight ends, wide receivers. And they hang want- on. Let me, let me take a guess here.
0: You got both Raiders receivers and a Raiders tight end in your top 12s. No, but you don't have Darren Waller existing in your tight ends.
2: No, the why? And I have a reason. I have a reason. All right. We'll get there. The, um, the wide receiver position is the most interchangeable because we can we can rank the running backs and the quarterbacks and defenses and i guarantee you we come back three four months into the season they're all going to be static they're they're all going to be remain somewhat relevant the wide receivers that's toss up every year they're a dime a dozen how many top quarterbacks get drafted in the sixth round not named tom Brady? how many top running backs get drafted in the sixth round not you know what i mean yeah wide receivers they're everywhere so, all right, with that, I
0: will get into uh, my wide receivers. Uh, number one, Jason, me and you agree. I got Debo. Um, and I mean, part of that's because we know he's going to touch the ball like 30 fucking times a game. Um, number two, I got Cooper Cup. Then I got Stefan Diggs. Uh, after Diggs, I got Justin Jefferson. Then I got Jamar Chase. Then I have huh. Then I got Tyreek Hill. Okay. Then I got C D Lamb. Yes. Yeah. With with the departure of Amari Cooper. He is now the true number one by himself in that offense. Obviously, Gallup still exists, but he is without a doubt better than Gallup. That he's officially established himself as the number one target there. Uh then I got Keenan Allen. Okay. Then Deontay Johnson. Then D Hop. And then last Amari Cooper. really who else is getting the ball in Cleveland if Deshaun Watson's throwing it Chubb 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 yeah except but if you throw the ball 20 times a game but half of those targets are to Amari Cooper you have
2: as a Charger fan you have Amari Cooper over Mike Williams
0: yes oh because even though he stayed decently healthy this year as a Charger fan I don't trust his health I don't trust his health over Mike Evans. Yes. There, There's oh. more. There's more. Here's why. There's more going on in that Bucks offense. Amari Over. Cooper is by himself. Over Hunter Renfro.
2: Yes, because Hunter Renfro is not a primary target. Y'all are going to be real disappointed Deshaun Sean Lawson. Can I go? Yes.
1: All righty. So I've got my number one a guy who claims he's going to win the triple crown this year. And I believe him Jamar chase.
0: I'm not against it. I, I like, I actually was like sad when I was like, Oh my God, Jamar chase is my fifth. Cause I was like, I want to put him higher, but how?
1: Yeah.
0: Was, well, I'm, I'm not against it.
1: I'm just going to say that the him and Joe burrow have just have that connection. They do. And, have- there's one, and then there's for, me, for of- me. There's just
0: too many pieces in Cincinnati to want to put him up all the way there. That was my big. That was my yeah, back. In Kobe's defense, man, they they got a Ben and AB vibe. Yeah, no, I, and I'm I'm all for it, and I and I and I love the take.
2: It, that, I'm just saying what held me back from putting him all the way up there. AB a lot quicker because Ben and AB were great when you rooted for them. It had to be terrible for everybody else in AFC North. Had, had to be. Well, y'all are about to experience it. Yeah,
0: thanks. Yeah, yep. you're welcome.
1: Um, no need. No, no need. Anyway, number two is another quarterback wide receiver duo that just have that connection. That's Cooper Cup with his yeah. buddy Matt Stafford. I've never, I've never seen two individuals just instantly click. Yeah. That's them watching a romantic comedy. That's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> well, it takes 45 minutes. They hate each other at the beginning of the movie. By the end of it, they're kissing under the stars. Just saying.
0: That's Matthew Stafford and Cooper That's Cup. it. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup are gay confirmed on Hot by Happy Hour. Yes. broke back Mountain 3. <laughs> <laughs> is Jared Leto playing Cooper Cup or Matt Stafford?
1: Number three. Number three is Debo Samuel. Just Samu- completely ignores that comment. <laughs> yep. We're just moving along. Number three is Debo Samuel for the same reason you two had him in your top two. We, play we both had him
0: number one. <laughs> Don't say top two. We both had him number one.
1: I thought dad had him too. My bad. But uh, same no. reason that both of you have number one because he had 39 and a half million touches
0: a second. You how's, know what I mean?
2: How's a wide receiver have more touches than the quarterback?
0: But anyway, well, if your quarterback's Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> they, they just run the wildcat. You know, they, they had... Like I said, he was the punter, so...
1: They had Italian Kirk Cousins... They might ask
0: him to kick PATs this year.
1: (laughs) So then, after Debo, I'm going Tyreek. Once again, going back to Mike McDaniels, swearing he's going to run him like Debo.
2: He's not big or durable enough. And And Debo's not big either. What's that? Debo's not big either. He's thick.
0: I'm pulling up sizes. Listen, Hey. Who, who are you pulling up? I'll pull up the other. I got Debo. He's thick. Devo right. is six foot 215.
1: He's a little bigger. 5'10", 185. That's a significantly a bigger. A little. <laughs> Hold on. Would you say measure- <laughs> Two inches? That's not it. We're not talking about
0: inches here. (laughs) The weight. He's got 30 pounds on him. He's jersey.
2: All right, but go ahead.
1: Jesus Christ. Then I have Devontae Adams, just because I think they're going to get Tyreek Hill more rushing options and therefore more touches in general. Then Justin Jefferson which honestly hurt me, you know, the same way you were talking about Jamar Chase. Yeah.
0: I, I'm like, I want to realize how, guy. how loaded wide receiver is till you start ranking them. And you're like, Holy fuck. I put this guy this low, <laughs> which, then, which only. Then
1: I have Stefan Diggs mostly because I have Josh Allen as a top quarterback. And that automatically means his top targets can be a top wide receiver. Yep.
2: Did it not seem like Allen was going to different targets?
0: Yeah, he but was, he lost some of them. He did. Just, Cole Beasley's gone. Zone targets. Yeah. Stephon Diggs was getting third down
1: in red zone targets, the important ones. Yeah, and, and yeah, Stephon Diggs caught a lot of touchdowns.
0: That's the that's why I have him up at three.
1: Yeah. Number eight, I think you guys will probably disagree with, but I got an argument. Juju Smith Schuster.
0: Oh Jesus. Holy fuck. Nope. Hear me now. You know what? I'll, actually, I'm not going to debate it because I'll just wait for my number one bullshit,
2: and that'll be reason enough. We'll carry on. Are You're you? Sp- Hold on. Is the rest of your list on talk- TikTok?
0: No. No. Wait. Oh my god, Jason's going to lose his mind on my number one bullshit. Oh, I can't wait. Just, okay. just carry, just carry on. All right. The reason I think
1: Juju is actually going to be a lot better in Kansas City than everyone thinks. And apparently I'm missing something that Quinn's about to tell me about in 20 minutes. He's so bad.
0: I I didn't check Twitter at all today. Oh, I I followed YouTube because I know that there's nonsense coming and I I found the nonsense. I didn't check it. But
2: anyway, what's funny is I said it to you.
0: The last, the
1: last uh, year that Juju was good was 2018. That was the last
2: year that. Is it the same year that he fumbled away the playoffs against the Saints? Whoa! I'm
0: going to let y'all carry on. I'm going to go piss like a racehorse. Y'all have fun.
2: First time caller, long time listener. I'll hang up and wait. <laughs> well,
1: well, Juju didn't make a mistake like that all year. But it was when it counted. That's it. It's when it counted. But the only reason it was in a point that it counted was because of the effort he had put in all season. The way that he outperformed Antonio Brown.
2: What did uh, Richard Mendenhall do?
1: Richard Mendenhall? That doesn't count because that was a Ben-heavy year and you know it. Because you're trying to get... The only thing Mendenhall did, it's not the same thing. The only thing Mendenhall did was fumble away the game.
2: No, Mendenhall carried him to a Super Bowl against the uh, uh, Packers, and then he lost it. Juju Smith-Schuster spent more time. To, and it doesn't matter that if he'd have fumbled away the uh, playoff game, but he was a stand-up Hines Ward type guy. But he, he is doesn't... a
1: stand-up guy. Juju was the best guy on that team minus Cam Hayward.
0: Oh. Well, Cam Hayward punches people in the stomach after tackles, but that's fine. He, d- he oh. did.
2: Uh, what's your opinion? Uh, No, it happened. <laughs> it did happen. He was good at peeing. But...
0: <laughs> I, I don't feel like anybody that watched that clip believes anything other than, like, I mean, even Kobe was like, yeah, he fucking did that
2: shit. Well, yeah. I think he did, but hold on for a second. Prior to the Patriots, the greatest dynasty in NFL history is the 70 Steelers, right? Yes, the answer? the answer is yes. The reason I bring that up is the number one Steeler of all time is Joe Green, right? Have you watched any of his highlights? Yeah, but here's the difference, though.
0: You can't. You, no one called Mean Joe Green a stand-up guy. Really?
1: Yeah, you don't know, Steele. You don't know, me. mean, just Not Ambrough. like you would call Cam Hayward a stand-up guy. He is a stand-up guy. Yeah, you'd call Cam Hayward a
2: stand-up guy. We, we call Jack Lambert a stand-up guy. We call James Harrison a stand-up guy. We don't care. We call Greg Lloyd a stand-up guy. I forgot we're talking to people that are fans of a dirty franchise. We'll carry on. Yeah, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Would, look, nobody, they, look hold, there's only hold, one hold. other franchise that can... You know, like when I look up, when I look up highlights of dirty plays in
2: NFL history, yes. I see a lot of black and gold and a lot of black and silver. I'll just put it that okay. way. So here's what, here's what I'll tell you about that. The reason you see the highlights of the dirty plays from the Steelers and the Raiders is because they won the dirty plays consisted for the, uh, uh, we can look Eagle. up arrest records too. hold on, hold on. The dirty plays existed for the Eagles and the Browns. The reason you don't see those dirty plays. Oh, no. The Eagles and Browns were there a lot, too. But they didn't win. The dirty plays were there. That stupid-ass Kellen Winslow BS. Oh, I'm so dehydrated. Carry me off the field. Stop it. He laid on the field to get extra time because it was humid.
0: I mean, I just look at his stats from that game and watch that he single-handedly won a football game. What was his stats? Pull them up. Come I'll pull on. them up right now. All right, good. Kobe, if you finished your list, <laughs> not even. Keep going while I pull them up. All right, number nine is Keenan Allen.
1: I actually don't have Mike Williams on my list. I think Mike Williams deep, deep threats don't get a lot of a lot of PPR points. They get three three to five receptions a game, maybe a hundred yards. Woof for uh, thirteen points, fifteen points tops. Um. Then 11, I have Amari Cooper and 12, I also have two Raiders, Hunter Renfro. A couple others, honorable mention, like, like could sneak in because wide receivers loaded. Uh, DK Metcalf, CD Lamb, Chris Godwin, and I think Devontae Smith's due for a breakout year. Wait, what was your last one? Devontae Smith. I could see it. I could see, I especially where I have J- Jalen Hurts on the fringe. I think Devontae Smith on the fringe too, because I think in order for for one to get the points, the other would. So so I think they're right there on the outside looking in, in the bubble, on the bubble,
2: if you will. Okay.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, um... Kellen Winslow had 13 receptions for 166 yards and a touchdown. After the game, he was treated for a pinched nerve in his shoulder, dehydration, severe cramps, and a gash in his lower lip that required three stitches.
2: Now, do me a favor. Check out how many people had 13 touches for 166 yards and a touchdown. While playing the, through injury. I'll look at that. The busted lip. You can't stop it, yeah. Until so you can't rotate
0: your shoulder and
2: oh, hold on, hold your on.
0: hangers. Hold on. Have you, Jason? You've had cramps, right? What's that? You've had cramps before, you've I'm cramped up. I, 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 I lost my whole left yeah. calf on a soccer field. Listen, you I know how hard that. it is to play soccer when your whole left calf is cramped up?
2: Yes, I've yeah. played soccer. 40 years, and I have never been carried off a of field because my shoulder hurt. Yeah, until both your legs
0: cramp up and you can't fucking walk.
2: Ah, grow up, be a man. Don't lay on the ground and get extra time. Crawl your ass to the
1: sideline. To hey, the they, other they, sideline because you got to go forward across the field.
0: Hey, hey. They beat the Dolphins. Uh, fuck the Dolphins because their Twitter fan base is a piece of shit. Moving on you're angry i <laughs> fucking hate their fan base all right their fan base still thinks two is better than herbert which is just fucking comical what's it's next true. quinn <laughs> um hey have fun editing in this bullshit oh you think this is getting edited i have heard nothing so far that i need to edit out this is going in raw <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> all right next up tight ends so hang on how many did i do one two three four five six seven eight i did nine tight ends i did seven so yeah because i think right, there's i think there's nine worth talking about i did i did five
2: because that's what y'all told me
0: i think kobe's list said five to eight something like that
2: I, bro, it's fine c's,
0: c's get degrees jason it's fine um <laughs> but yeah i'll um, get your six. Yeah, just do just do the minimum you need to pass it's fine um <laughs> I'll go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll give my nine since I did the nope. most. So I'll go ahead and go first. You to do extra credit. But yeah, so three in past. <laughs> so my nine, I got Travis Kelsey at number one. Kittle at number two. Kyle Pitts at three. Waller at four. Mark Andrews at five. Mike Gusecki at six. TJ Hawkinson at seven. And then I got Dallas Goddard at eight and I love Dalton Schultz at nine. Like I actually think Dalton Schultz has a lot of upside and I wouldn't be against taking him early.
1: Yeah. I actually have him much higher than you do, Quinn. Yeah. I was going to say like, I put him
0: at nine and I was like, eh, he could probably get higher than that. Like I could see him being like, I I could see him being like up to six, maybe even tight in five this year.
1: So I've got the same three as everybody else does next year: Kelsey, Andrews, Waller. Those are my top three. I love that
0: you say that. Well, that's not the top three I had, or the top three that had. Because you kind of Uh, forget about George Kittle existing.
1: No, I don't. I don't forget about George Kittle existing. He's actually not on this list for me though. Oh,
2: a level of credibility. I'm if sorry.
0: You, hang on. You, you listed how many tight ends? Seven. So you think and that four, George Kittle is not going to be a top seven fantasy tight end this year. He'll be eighth. Do you want money? No, he, hear me out. I'll hear you out. And then I'm going to still ask you if you want to put money
1: on it. We'll talk about it later. I'm too drunk to, to talk about betting my money right now. George Kittle. George Kittle has gotten schemed out each of the last three years. He is a run blocking tight end. On that scheme, he gets targets, but he's not getting he's not getting more targets than Kelsey. He's not getting more targets than Andrews. He's not getting more targets than Waller. Dalton Schultz. He will this year, especially
2: if Trey Lance is the quarterback.
1: I don't know, Trey Lance looking at North Dakota State. He likes to shoot it downfield.
0: deep. Kittle goes downfield. Deep. Kittle does it all. Georgie Georgie. We'll we will see. I will die on this mountain. Yeah, and I want to put money on that mountain. I don't want you to die,
2: but freeze a little bit. And... Uh, no, I think Jason, he doesn't need to freeze. He just needs to lose some money off of this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to see him lose any money, but he deserves to.
1: All right, I don't want to say the next name because then you're gonna sit there and say it's 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 uh, Homer bullshit. It's Friermuth. It's not that I had we... him.
0: I hit him just literally. I was like trying to fit him in. I'm not hey. really kidding. I had him I... right outside of Dalton Schultz.
1: I ain't talking shit. And listen, it's not that I necessarily think Firemouth is better than Kittle. I just think that yes, Kittle does it all, but Kittle has been schemed out each of the last three years.
0: I'm texting been... Sammy
1: do it do it and i'm gonna get yelled at i i was also ridiculed for our trade that we made with each of you with you and with sammy and then immediately things happened and i look like a genius that's all i'm saying but then dawson knox who had wide receiver numbers for the first half of last year and kyle pitts who is a wide receiver and then george kittle and then mike gasecki Because when you mentioned Gasecki, Sammy, I or, or not Sammy Quinn, I uh, I remembered I need to put him on there too. Yeah, because
0: we were talking about red zone targets. Yeah, and at the end of the day, Mike Gasecki going to get a lot. Because you look at that's that not, offense, you that's my that's my thing with Miami, right? You look at that offense, you're like, who is their red zone weapon? Chase Edmonds wasn't a red zone weapon ever. Um, too small. Yeah, exactly, and most are smaller waddle and tyreek aren't red zone pieces all it is is gasecki so immediately i'm like oh my god almost every red Z- like if they're inside the five mike gasecki scoring a touchdown i could see mike gasecki quietly being tight in one this year just off of touchdown numbers alone oh.
1: i will tell us your projections then, pops
0: these aren't projections. These are guarantees. So, you just put Tom Brady at QB. Okay. We're counting. Okay.
2: Once, hold on. Once again, who had the most touchdowns last year?
0: Who had the most fantasy points last year? Okay. Who did? Hold up. Yeah, I guarantee it's not Tom Brady. That's fine. He
2: may not have the most. And it also depends on your league. On- just Josh Allen. Okay. Josh Allen, Allen. Herbert, Brady. And you don't have Brady in your top 12. What's more, what's more ridiculous. The fact that I had the number three quarterback, number one, where you didn't even list the number three quarterback. Anyway, I'll go to my tight ends. It's insane.
0: My God, Carson Wentz was 14.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just scrolling through looking and that one caught me. I I seeing that name surprised me.
2: Shut up. Place for the so, comment. So number one is obviously Kelsey. I don't think he's the best tight end by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But he's gonna catch the most touchdowns, right?
1: He's probably gonna catch 30 this year.
2: Yeah. if we're about to
0: see another Dwayne
2: Bow season. So, trying to find some justification for the clowning I'm about to get. So, Dear God,
0: don't tell me you're putting fryer with it too. No, God, no, stop. I was gonna say, I like the guy, but God damn. Uh, I already dealt with it once. I already sent off one text.
2: Kittle's number two, right?
0: That's fine. Yep.
2: And, and I got Mark Andrews number three. Okay. Sure. Now, number four, I'm really, really, really struggling with who's Atlanta's quarterback. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota, right now. Okay, which it is tight end heavy because he's going to have. I, a- I just told you I have I, I have pits at three. I have at four. Great number. That's a great pick. Number five is Pat Fryermoth. Yeah, that's where I had him. At least you don't have him above Kittle. No, pull <laughs> pull up touchdowns he had seven touchdowns last year as a rookie yeah
0: okay. that, I, that, that was what i was saying i actually struggled did not have and i said he would be right below dalton schultz for me
2: had and i know this is going to be weird was pitts and josecki because the number one friend of a young struggling quarterback is what Tight in Tight in. in Tua is gonna need josecki especially when if if, yep. if he can get those wide outs to spread out that field, it's going to open up, number one, the run game, and then it's going to open up the play-action pass to the tight end and Josecki. Josecki was Fryer before Fryer You know what I mean? They, they followed. Yep. And Jesse James was before They're him. They're both played, right? And how many touchdowns did Wall, uh, Waller have last year? Waller
0: got Waller hurt, hurt for a little bit. Play play games. He, okay. at, he didn't play the full season. He played
2: in six-plus games. Two. No, it's 100-yard games. long. I'm pulling it up. Two.
0: Yeah, two touchdowns in 11 games. They also now, had 665
2: yards. So so now you're adding Devontae Adams to Hunter Renfro on a team. 55 receptions to throw the ball 65 yards down the field. I just, I'm good with mine. I win. Another internet poll. <laughs> I'm going to put up an internet poll of
0: who do you want in fantasy, Kittle or Friarmouth?
2: Oh, Kittle.
0: Well, according to Kobe, it's Friarmouth. Hey, he said he was a little under the weather. God, guess that fucking Jameson's gotten to your head faster than we thought it would. Actually, you made these lists when you were sober. What the
1: fuck? Yeah, Yeah, sober me made this list, and I'll just tell you. Listen, I've been low on Kittle's fantasy value. Now, no disrespect to Kittle. Kittle's one of my favorite tight ends to watch on the football field. The way that he, you know, sells out for blocks. The way that he runs after the catch but he's been schemed out you I always look at that side of things too that's kind of the way I come
2: from it I'm normally in Kobe's defense the NFC title guard was it the NFC title guy hang on
0: I just want to talk about his stats from uh from 2021 yeah so he started 14 games yeah doesn't mean he finished 14 games I know there were a couple games he got hurt mid-game um but in those games, he had 71 receptions, 910 yards, and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm.
1: Six touchdowns. Fryer moves will double that next year. Uh, he had seven as a rookie. You think he can't get 12?
0: Is he going to get more open? Yeah, he also had under 500 yards.
1: Yes, daddy's going to get more open because they're actually going to
0: respect the run game. Oh. Yeah, but but we're talking like it's not all touchdowns. Obviously, touchdowns are great, but we're also talking about yards and receptions where Kittle jumps ahead of Friermuth. I just pulled up both their stats.
1: In a different scheme that was that
2: was yeah, no, oh, Kobe's got this. You're you're you, you can't you can't say he's been schemed out when he had a good year. Well, yeah, you can.
0: How what? How many years years. in a row did we hear, oh, they've schemed out
2: Gronkowski, Gronkowski's going to be clamped, and then Gronk did it again? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gronk is a different animal, and Gronk has been schemed out a thousand times. The problem is, is when Gronk wants it and Tom wants it, it happens. I've seen that a thousand. I have seen them disappear and Gronk disappear for games upon games upon games and they let it go and, and 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 I don't know if it's by design that they let it get uh schemed out and they let everybody forget about it and then they come back with something special but Gronk's disappeared for large portions of regular seasons. Yeah. My thing is it, it guys like Waller and
0: Kittle it's it's tougher to scheme against like even than Kelsey. Like Kelsey's really fucking good. Don't get me wrong. My thing my big thing with Waller and Kittle is how fucking fast they are. It's concerning how athletic they are at their size. Well, they're uh, uh, they're not tight ends. They're and uh, actually, I'm gonna put Pitts right there with them. Yeah, they're really big ass slots. Yeah, until you and, and that's what I think. See, you say they're big ass slots, which is which isn't wrong until you look at Kittle and realize that he bullies defensive linemen too.
2: No, 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 Take Kittle out of that because Kittle is a tight end because if you look who has to cover Kittle, a linebacker has to cover Kittle. And he gets ball- fucking decimated. Right. Whenever they put a uh, Waller uh, in, they bring a safety in. You
0: know what I mean? Yes. In- Trust me, I'm i I'm a Chargers fan. I know about like the, the Waller Kelsey counter. His name is Derwin James. Yeah. That's about it in the league. Yeah, uh, except that those two guys have to play Derwin twice. But so with that, let's go into cornerbacks. Because we, we wanted to talk corners that if, if your wide receivers going against them, you might be more hesitant to play them. So we each got five. Uh, Kobe, you want to go first with them?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, obviously going to go with the number one shit talker in football first Jalen Ramsey um then number two is a a much quieter name Yari Alexander he is he, he's very quiet Jair, Jair. J- is it Jair
2: mm-hmm. what
1: the fuck ever the, the guy in Green Bay that like nobody talks about yeah it, it, it's kind of a shame that, that he doesn't get talked about um Xavier Howard is up there you know, if I see, um, you know, especially when when the Patriots, if you're a guy that has, uh, uh, what's his name, Devonte Parker, I know you're a Devonte Parker fan, aren't you, Quinn? I
0: am. I do like him. I was actually so, disappointed with his Devontae use last Park, year.
1: If I know, if I know, I have to go play Xavier Howard twice. I'm paying attention to that because he's not catching shit that day. Um, number four, the newest uh, Colts ad. Stephon Gilmore, who even in his old age, even being slow, he's still locked down. You pre- you put pre- you press up against Stephon Gilmore. I you, promise lose. you lose number five, another quiet guy. And I, I think it's a small market thing out Buffalo Trey white.
0: You missed the name that I have at number one, but that's all right. Who's that? Oh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, number one, I got JC Jackson. He was just ranked the best cornerback in football last year. Signs with the Chargers. And when the Raiders signed Devontae Adams, he said, and I quote, I can't wait to lock him up twice a year. He's ready. We've got the the Chargers got their CB1, and he is a guy that's going to lock down a team's number one receiver, which is exactly what is wanted there. Uh, number two, I do have Jalen Ramsey. Uh, number three, I have Stephon Gilmore. Uh, number four, a guy that I was actually surprised you left out, Kobe, because I know you've talked him up almost, probably more than I have, actually. Uh, Pat Sertain. I love. Six. Yeah, I love watching Pat Surtain play football. Uh, it, I mean, he's fucking two. He's big, he's athletic, and he's great in coverage. And it, it, great guy to watch play football. Um, and then my fifth, and I feel like it's a guy that people aren't talking about enough because he's been on and off the field a little banged up, but when he's on the field, he's fucking on, on the field, Marlon Humphrey. That's my five.
1: That's you pops.
2: Sertain's number one. It's not even close. I'm not against it's, that. I like, I, Pat Sertain's fucking good. Not against I was, that at all. Sertain's Sir a guy that's going to line up and he's going to walk up. I've washed it with Revis. I've washed it with Rod. I've washed it with Dion. I've washed with everybody. And teams are going to go into a uh, 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 mile high. And they're just going to look at the left side of the field because the right side of the field is just fast. Yep. Or Seahawks, not. Seahawks Richard Sherman. Well, and you also have to look at he reminds me a lot of Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman.
0: Uh, it, especially with like the size comparison and things like that. But
2: he's a he's a faster, and he's faster too. That's what scares you even more. But Sertan can play both man and play zone. So so that's and that's, that's where the
0: speed part of it comes in for me.
2: Yeah. So you also have to look at what's on the other side. Okay. So if, if you have really good over here and you've got not good over here, you know that we're going to concentrate the, the whole fan. So there's risk, the turnover on Sertan's side when we go on the other side. And the other way, and that's why um, I was going to put J.C. Jackson number one, but that's why I want Sertan. J.C. Jackson, the pass rush for San Diego, and they're still San Diego. they will always be San Diego. But the pass rush for San Diego is not even going to give them an option to go. He will cut off half the field. You can talk Derwin James all you want. The tight end is going to get his catches. The other side of the field is going to get his catches. But the pass rush is going to be almost like the Steelers. where you I don't sleep on Asante Samuel Jr. When it comes to J.C. Jackson, yes, I will.
0: I mean, obviously, he's not nearly as good as J.C., but he can, he can. I mean, he was our CB one when healthy this year.
2: Number three is Howard. Then go Marlon Humphrey, and then Fuller. Uh, Fuller
0: in Washington or Fuller in Kansas City?
2: Cal Fuller. Is it Cal K Fuller? What I think it's Washington. Damn it! Now you Kyle got Kyle Fuller. Yeah.
1: So, guys, I have three more names listed here just because it was a very tight. Like, I realized when I put five, I was like, I could easily put eight. The other three names are Sertain, J.C. Jackson, and one other one that he got hurt early, J.C. Horn.
0: Uh, Kyle Fuller is not on a team right now.
2: Really? Oh. Hold on.
1: Yeah. Is it Eric Fuller? Or whatever the hell his name is, the other Fuller.
0: Because he
2: was on the Broncos. No, it wasn't a Bronco team.
0: (laughs) Kendall Fuller? Yes, maybe. I don't know. That's That's the one on Washington right now. Yes, that's what, yes. That's yeah. why I said Washington, yeah, because I know there's a Kendall and a Kyle Fuller, and Kyle Fuller's not bad either, but he no, just doesn't have a team right now. Kyle
2: Fuller's more known, and, and, and I apologize for that. He'll edit that shit out, but. It doesn't help that they're both K Fuller. Yeah, no, when I put it up, um, no, he had 16 pass defenses. He only had one interception. Um but he he locked it.
0: No, he's good. My my dad's a huge Washington fan, as is my roommate. And no, Kendall Fuller's good. But that's a Washington, good little sleeper ad. I like but that.
2: Washington's terrible. So do I want you walk into a stadium and you go up against a terrible team, but they have one decent player. We're gonna avoid that player. We're gonna beat the hell out of the rest of the team and avoid that. Same thing with Sertan, JC Jackson. Marlon Humphrey, I think, is just fantastic. I yes, I, I I don't think Trayvon Diggs is good. Um, no, he he's played. not. He gave up the most yards of
0: any cornerback in the league. He just got a lot of but backs.
2: he but he plays opposite of Anthony Brown, who's not good.
0: Yeah, and he gave up he gave up more yards than
2: Brown. But I, oh, another thing, you all bring up Gilmore man when we, when we talked about hockey, man, you're on a hot streak and you're doing awesome, and then you hit a wall, can you start back? You know, Gilmore's Defense Player of the Year in 2019. Um, he's unhappy when he uh, he went to the Panthers. and well, he, got, he, had, he got
0: hurt and then went to the Panthers and didn't play. He didn't play a, the majority of this year.
2: Right, but now he's going to try and restart at, what, 31? Is he 29 or uh, I
0: think he's 31. That sounds about right.
2: So, and then Ramsey, man, he just looked bad in the Super Bowl. He just looked overmatched. Um everything that the Bengals did was on Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, you're dead on he's 31. Which which goes against everything that that I built my list on. If Jalen Ramsey is the best you got, you throw to the other side, right? Yeah, but yeah. that's also
0: that's also kind of our point is the cornerbacks that you don't want your wide receivers to match up against.
2: Right. So they put Jalen Ramsey on Chase.
1: And well now them. you
2: probably don't want to use Chase in fantasy.
0: Except that, in that's the, kind of that's that that's that that was the point of our list, is that you know, like if like I've got Keenan Allen, right? I love Keenan Allen, but if I, if I we've got a game coming up and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, we're going to have Marlon Humphrey across from Keenan all game. Oh, well, my God, I love Mike Williams
2: in that matchup. Right, but I'm afraid of That's our point. But I'm not afraid of, that, like not afraid or of Jalen Ramsey, excuse me. i just just not afraid of
0: him. So. Seems like he goes and doesn't belong in this list is what he's saying, Quinn. No, I get what he's saying. I just think that teams are still afraid of Jalen Ramsey. Well, they should hire me. all right so with that uh let's jump into defenses specifically like if you if you're in a fantasy league that still has defense slash special teams as one of the things you need what are your top five i'll go ahead and give mine first here um my top five i got i got chargers number one Then I got the Rams. Then I got the Ravens. And then my next two are super matchup based. The Cowboys, because they got to play the NFC East six times. Yeah. And then I got the Bucs, because they have to play the NFC South six times. And I think those two defenses put up good points against those six bad offenses. Or, well, three bad offenses twice, but yeah. Yeah. Pops, you want to
2: go? Uh, sure, I'll go. And it, number one is not even a question, and it's, it's – it's Quinn, you've hurt my, hurt my soul. It is absolutely 1,000% without fail the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, absolutely it is, not. It is – hold on. 100 more sacks – Over the last 22 years than everybody else. And we're not talking about the last 22 years. We're talking about this upcoming year. Okay. Who had the most sacks last year? You got to give up points too. Uh, Absolutely. Now, Tyson Aluolu, Stefan Tuitts come back. Miles Jack has been added. They went ahead. Miles Jack ain't rushing the passer though. That ain't his role. He doesn't need to, he needs to cover the tight end or actually he needs to stop the run and Devin Bush can actually fill his role of covering the tight end. No, let me put the, let me, let me make this clear. I love the miles Jack signing, but I'm just what he's not rushing the passer. Now, Devin Bush tore his ACL a year ago. When does, uh, uh, when do you finally recover from an ACL injury? Two years in football after the ACL injury. When do you stop being scared about tearing your ACL again? Ask Carson Wentz. Two well, it's different. It's a different position. Doesn't it's matter. Two,
0: That's how he played yeah, all this
2: last year. I was scared. Thousand percent, it matters, and it's the timeline that everybody normally follows. And Devin Bush is not a step-up fill-the-gap linebacker. He is a coverage linebacker. Spillane is a step-up fill-the-gap linebacker. But the guards were able to get to him because we had no nose tackle. We had no defensive end. We get to it if to it comes back and his head's in the game and a alu we're fine. And TJ Wong, right. even... So, hang on. so you got the Steelers as your number one fantasy
0: defense this year.
2: Yes. And who had more return yards than anybody else in the league last year? Anybody else? Yards, yards are... doesn't matter. What's yards that? means
0: absolutely nothing for fantasy points. Sure they do. No, they,
2: they don't. Not return yards. It's got to be touchdowns. Chargers are number two what they've added is building what the Steelers can have except the Chargers may actually have done it at least for this year a little bit better
0: well so last year the Chargers added Andre Roberts he had a return touchdown and I think that was the only special teams points the Chargers put up um and then this year they let him walk and they brought in uh DeAndre Carter in free agency which I think is just an upgrade but Let's say DeAndre Carter even gets two return touchdowns, which I think is even aggressive with that. I think he'll probably get one all year. Even, but it's a so special – like, I think special teams, you're looking at maybe two
2: – maybe two touchdowns. Did the Steelers have two or three blocks on kicks last year? Well, I know one should have counted against Green Bay, but anyway, that would have been a touchdown too. But the Chargers are building what the Steelers have – And they might, and 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 I think the Chargers are going to be better on the back end. I don't know if their pass rush is going to eclipse the Steelers with J.J. Watt or T.J. Watt, um, but man, they are loaded. From that's why I have them so high. Uh, I just the Broncos are tough, and from a pure scoring standpoint against the AFC East, the Bills. You know, um, I like it. And the Niners. The Niners going up against. Arizona has no idea what they're doing. Seattle is an absolute dumpster fire. Are they going with Joe? Are they going with Drew? Are they going to go with Jason or Kobe or Quinn? Because any of the five are the same option. Because it's awful up there. So the only real competition they have inside of the division is the Rams, and we've seen them time and time again, seen three times last year. They They are the one team that can handle the Rams on command. Um, I like what the Ravens did with Calias Campbell and getting Marlon Humphrey back. Um, they have a rushing offense, so they're going to, uh, uh, maintain clock control. So they can, yep. you know, scoring down, um, the Cowboys, I think are a disaster. I, 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 just don't, they got one player and he can't play them all. He, who might be, Yeah, but the, I mean, here's, the here,
0: here's my thing though, is for me, it's like, when you think about putting up fantasy points. Obviously not allowing points is one part of it. But sure. but also sacks and interceptions. Trayvon Diggs might not allow, you know, might allow a shit ton of yards. But if you know he's get if he gets a pick a game, that's good for points. Micah Parsons gets might be good for you know four or five points a game. Like
2: I could get out of
0: it. Well, but Dallas is gonna douse. But but yeah, that's why I said it's completely like I don't love that defense. I love their matchups.
2: And the the, the Bucks was a good pick because that's a dumpster fire too. There's yeah. there's nothing in that. Tom Brady is walking to another division title. That Carolina's a dumpster fire. I think I think he watched what happened in that NFC South and he said, "Fuck it, yeah. I'll come back." Hundred percent. But but from a pure uh, point standpoint, man. And I think there's a big drop-off after the Chargers. I think Pittsburgh and the Chargers are it when it comes to defenses.
0: Me, I'll tell you right now, I want my hands on the Chargers defense this year in fantasy. And that's the first time, and this is as a Chargers fan, that's the first time well, I've said that the, in a long, long time. Here's the one that goes against the Chargers, though man they're in a shit thing. I was gonna say the the amount of the level of competition they have to face that's what that that's the thing that like made me hesitate putting them number one is I was like god they got because to play
2: they, fucking Mahomes they, Russell he, Wilson and Derek Carr twice yeah Six they're gonna get a lot of option they're, they will get a lot of opportunities for turnovers because that yeah. ball is in the air, every game except for the Denver, they're going to play Denver twice a year, and y'all might see a total of twenty-five passes in those. But games. maybe not now that they have Russ. Now they have a quarterback. like I think Denver's scheme might change. Listen, when did Russell Wilson win Super Bowl? They run the shit out of that ball. He knows he he knows what he's supposed to do, and he doesn't care. He he Javante run that ball, and how do you beat a good pass rush? Yeah, but like I love Javante, but he's no Marshawn Lynch. Stand by. Like, I think he's damn good, but Marshawn Lynch is a different animal. Dude, I, I, I don't think that y'all understand what y'all about to see with Javante.
0: I'm just saying, Javante's not going to have a run that gets the crowd so excited it registers on the Richter scale.
2: Yeah, but nobody has that, and he probably didn't even mean for that to happen.
0: Yeah, I, I, like I like, and I'm saying like, don't get me wrong. I do really like Javante, and I actually traded him away in a dynasty league for McCaffrey and some other pieces. But how's that working out? for Well, I, it happened this off season, I don't know yet. <laughs> All I know is I have McCaffrey and Barkley in my backfield, and if they can fucking get their shit together, that's going to be really cool. And Barkley? Well, I, I I got stuck with Barkley in the fucking. Uh, draft and no one will take him but I'm just going to gamble that he actually gets his shit together he's a disappointment I'm well aware I'm just trying to be optimistic Kobe what's your defenses all
1: right so number one is Patriots very simple they force turnovers they don't allow points that's number one fantasy defense smart and as long as Bill Belichick is the coach I'm I will never pick anyone above them number two Steelers, because not only do they force turnovers, they get sacks, the most sacks in the league. Um, And uh, I don't know if you guys saw the thing came out. T.J. Watt has the most quarterback hits since 2019 yes, by 37.
0: Yes. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa are pro football focus, graded one and three over the last five years.
1: Shut up, Quinn. You hate pro football focus. Did you
2: say pro football focus? Oh
0: Jesus! Just talking about hey, ratings. Wait, who does Pro Football? Focus I was. On? I will say number two is uh, is T.J. Watt. Yeah. Hey, just curious, Quinn. Who
1: does Pro Football Focus think is better, Tua Tagovailoa or Justin Herbert?
0: They think it's Herbert, and they're not happy about it. No. What do they always
1: <laughs> say? What
0: do they oh no! I we can we can look at their ratings. Herbert's way above Tua. They're not happy about it. And they try to do everything they can to shit on Herbert because they were wrong. Yeah, because but... they want to be right. They pick who they want to be right. Next. Anyway. Okay. But yeah, your argument backfired, but you can keep going. Then I have the Bills
1: bringing in Vaughn Miller. That pass rush only gets way stronger. Once again. That's Sacks- one of those. Uh, after you say it, I'm like, yeah, that probably could have made my list. Yep. Sacks are. At Four on. is the Dolphins, and the reason I say the Dolphins is this is a a defense that last year ranked third in points. In fantasy. Did it really? Yeah, yeah. Yes.
2: Get the fuck out of here! Swear, I looked it up today. The Dolphins are are quietly good. That's that's a good pick. <laughs> a lot of games six to three, didn't
1: they?
2: Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's a that's a good pick.
1: Um, and then uh, I have kind of a, a three way tie for five. The Colts with their ads, the Bucks because the NFC South is a dumpster fire. Yep. And the team that I think is going to get the Honey Badger. The Saints. The Saints. Whoever gets the Honey Badger instantly becomes a great defense because so, it's just the Chiefs who, without him and without Chris Jones, those two players alone made
2: Quinn, the Chiefs. Quinn, did you have the Saints? I didn't have them on my list, no. Kobe, that's an awesome pick because I I think that's a and that
0: that it, I I do agree with Kobe though it is dependent on the honey badger coming in. I mean, and, but they yeah. do still have Marshawn Lattimore and I think the and Chandler or not Chandler Jones, what's his Cam
2: Jordan? Yeah. No, I they give the Bucks a fit every yeah. single day. um and their offense one, well, who? Who they have last year? Taysom and and Jamis. I It's the same two this year. It, Taysom, I didn't. let's go, Taysom Hill, goat. Taysom Hill guy. <laughs> you and Sean Payton, except he quit on him. Yeah. Nah, Sean Payton quit on a salary cap situation. Yeah, they're in a.
0: That's a dumpster fire. Hey, they got out of it though. They actually managed money really well this offseason. They didn't sign anybody. They didn't lose anybody. And now they're in positive salary cap enough to possibly be in the Tyron Matthew conversation, which is
2: really impressive, actually. That's why they were like negative 71 million. That's why I don't want the Steelers to sign him. I want them to go back after Terrell Edmonds. Oh, the Steelers! I don't
0: think the Steelers have the money to sign him. I wanted the Chargers to get him for a while, and I was, like, and now once the, once they got J.C. Jackson and Mac, I was like, never mind, we're good. Hey, here's a fun Sean Payton fact. Remember all those rumors about Tom Brady? Oh yes, please say this
1: because this is incredible. All, you hear all those rumors about Tom Brady going to Miami, Dad? Yeah. So the original plan.
0: This is incredible.
1: Before Tom Brady came out of retirement, was he Are was going to Huh? Are you making this up? No, no this is real. A okay. real like, report that came out. Tom Brady was going to go work in the front office of Miami for a year, transition into their quarterback, to be their quarterback. Yes, I did not say that incorrectly. That is the order it was going to go in. He was going to work as an assistant to the assistant GM. Then he was going to be the quarterback. And the goal of this was to bring Sean Payton and his coach. Then he go back into the front office.
0: Yeah, that's real.
1: And then what was it that can't? There was there was a an incident. That, oh, the Brian Flores lawsuit canceled the whole operation.
2: Yep. And well, they I, immediately fired a minority. I, coach. I knew that he was trying to go be the quarterback, and they were trying to bring in Sean Payton. I did not know that he was going to be the assistant to the assistant GM for. It. I didn't know. That he
0: yeah, that's that's
2: all of that was
0: going down at, at the same time, and I genuinely believe that's why Tyreek Hill went to Miami because he because he knew Brady was going. He thought Brady was going when he took that deal. He was not going to be able to throw it, Tom. No, that's why he thought he was going to Miami to play with Brady. And I think if I was Tyreek Hill, I'd rather play with Zach Wilson than Tua.
2: You know who's a really underrated quarterback that I think is going to shock everybody. Who? I'm Wilson, Davis Mills. Yes, yes, we
0: got another guy on the Davis Mills train. I have been talking up Davis Mills
2: since like week four of last year. Kobe hey. can fucking second this. Davis Mills, I think the Houston Texans absolutely fleeced the Browns, and they already have their quarterback and his massive. Yes, kn- sir. Kobe,
0: have I not been talking this man up forever? I got you on this damn train.
1: No, I am on the Davis Mills train, but not near as high as Quinn has been.
2: You you just made Quinn. <laughs> now, with that being said, you just on. made my fucking day. That hold on, don't ever take my advice on quarterbacks because in 1998 I would have drafted Ryan Leaf over Peyton Manning. And I always Whoa. tell you that, so don't take my evaluation of quarterback. It's horrible. Well, fuck,
0: now you just ruined everything I just had going for me. But fuck it. Davis Mills is you know, and I said the same thing to Kobe. So So what I said to Kobe was, because originally the because the Texans rejected the the Browns proposal, the trade proposal. And I genuinely believe that was because the Browns original trade proposal included Baker Mayfield. And then they were like, nah, we got our quarterback. His name's Davis Mills. And then they restructured it, and
2: that's what led to Deshaun Watson to Cleveland. Dude, I'm telling you, Davis Mills is legit. Now, he, yes. if if he doesn't get clotheslined in that massively long neck. Have you seen his neck? Oh, yeah. It's wild, dog. It, look, Melvin
1: the Giraffe from Madagascar.
2: He looks like Martin Hanks. Martin Hanks used to be a safety and played for uh, the 49ers. And his head was like eight feet above his shoulders. It was wild. <laughs> All right. So last one, and I'm going to, I'm going to
0: take this one first. Um, last one I got is a guy you're going after in dynasty fantasy that, you know, new face, new place or has new pieces around him that you're super excited about. Um, and I'll lead it off because I already made my move and I got him actually before the trade went down. Cause I knew he was leaving Dallas. I knew he was going to leave Dallas and I wanted to be ahead of it because I knew he was going to be great pretty much wherever he went as a true wide receiver one. And that was Amari Cooper. And it, it it worked out in absolute spades because I got him in a non super flex league in a league, which I already had Justin Herbert. I got him for Justin Fields and Jeremy Davis. And I got Amari Cooper and I, and looking back on that trade in hindsight with the moves, the Browns made this off season and the, the quarterback that's going to be throwing Amari Cooper, the ball, even if it had been Baker Mayfield, I was ecstatic about that trade. And I think if, if you can get him for a low price like that, I don't know if you can anymore, but my God, if you can, you'd be idiotic not to go after that. Kobe, what's your guy?
1: Tua, man, I, I know you ate on Tua because of we the sure Tua, Tua versus Herbert nonsense, which I get, you know, same draft class. Herbert's better. But one thing about Tua is, is what you and I have been talking about a little bit. His deep balls hang, and that's why he can't get it there. And at the NFL level, if you watch his throwing form though, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. It's like most left-handed quarterbacks. It's
2: all armed.
0: As a left-handed quarterback, I take offense to this, but that's all right.
2: Who do you play for? A uh, wrong.
0: <laughs> anyway. I was gonna say honestly, the only left-handed quarterback I can think of that didn't do it is Michael Vick, and look how far he could throw the fucking ball. Like 95 minute. yards. Like just yeah, something. dude had a piss missile of an arm. He's the yeah. only one. The so only I, quarterback I've ever seen overthrow Deshaun Jackson is Michael Vick. So yeah, let's. That's let's have, let's have Tua call Michael
1: Vick. Hey, how you throw the ball, or get somebody to coach him up, which I think he's going to do, especially knowing that he has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, which has to be by far the fastest wide receiver duo
0: ever. Ever? No, ever. the two of them and um, Mostert is arguably and- the fastest offense ever. Yeah,
1: and Gusecki is fast for a tight end. Yeah. Like, I said, like I said before, Pod, the slowest player they saw si- the slowest free agent they signed this offseason was Chase Edmonds.
0: Yeah, I like the direction that team is going outside. I, I um, Give me Jacoby Percet.
1: Chase Edmonds runs a 4.55, five, by the way, which... Isn't ain't slow, isn't spectacular, but it's certainly not slow,
0: but yeah. All right, so I got Coop Kobe as Tua. Jason, who you got?
2: Pick one, it's either Russell or Javante, because I think that is a match made in heaven. I'll take either one as long as the other one is there, I'll keep one as long as the other one is there. I think the Chargers had the best offseason and the Broncos had the best counterpunch of the whole offseason that you could possibly get. They Everything that the Chargers added to get better, the Broncos added to neutralize it. It is absolutely amazing what they did. Um, and I think that they're going to run the ball. I mean, the Broncos have a great offensive line. They have really good receiving core, and now the what wh- Which one are you going to defend? Yeah, so I,
0: I like I, I like who you want to add. Now I'm curious to see how much you're willing to give up, because I think you could still get Coop fairly de- decently affordable. Uh, two so, is definitely cheap.
2: My receivers are a dime a dozen.
0: But so let's say you want Javante. Be, take a trade. Someone wants, so you got the fifth overall pick in this rookie draft. Okay. So, someone wants 105 and Stephon Diggs.
2: Do I already have one? Do I do I have Russell Wilson?
0: No, so you, you're trying to get Javante, because I think Russ is going to be easier. Javante is going to be really hard to get because of how young he is. Yeah, he's a first-rounder he- and a top uh, player yeah, yeah so I, I think i think of like kobe i think that'd for, be a fair offer right? yeah and this is for a keeper right yeah dynasty so you're gonna keep like you're, you're keeping this guy on your team stefan Diggs, hey. and the fifth overall pick in the rookie draft okay yeah kobe if you have javante digs in the fifth pick do i give him up for that like or, or well sorry not sorry you're you're getting javante you have digs in the fifth pick. Like the same deal that Jason just would be like, Yeah, all right, I'll do it.
1: Yeah, probably. But I always hate those hypotheticals because it's like, what's the rest of my team look like? Because if my other two
0: running backs are I mean, I obviously it. you're making a move, you're making a move for a running back. So and,
2: but, right. here's the question I ask. Is there a wide receiver out there that is available that's comparable to the stats that Diggs is going to put up? Yes. The answer is yes. Wide receivers, it's always yes. And draft picks. Yeah, are always... my concern
0: is my like I agree with you, but the receivers that are going to put up numbers like him are names like
2: Justin Jefferson, who you're not going to be able to acquire. Justin Jefferson never put up stats like Justin Jefferson until he was drafted to do it. Yeah, except
0: now in fantasy, you're expecting those same kind of numbers that you're getting out of Stephon Diggs. That's right. my thing. Like, if I look at my wide receiver rankings, I actually have him and Diggs
2: side-by-side, side, and I was flip-flopping between them. Diggs ain't putting those numbers up this year. He's oh, not. yeah, he is. Oh, okay. No, he's not. How old is he? That's a great question. 29?
0: Diggs Evans, is 28. Ain't? 28. Devontae so obviously, record. like from, from a dynasty perspective, he's getting older, which is why I said it would probably be an older receiver. But he's still going to put up good numbers. He's still going to be a top five wide receiver in fantasy. No,
2: no. Stephon Dees won't touch top five. Yeah, he'll be there. Because there? He, he he gets the see. red zone targets
0: on the Bills. He, he gets the majority of targets and the red zone targets.
2: Won't be top five. We'll have to agree to disagree on that one. Well, that's but but that's why I traded them. You know what I mean? And I'll give yeah. you a five. Okay. Now,
0: it. so let's say instead of Diggs, it's Justin Jefferson. Yes. Justin Jefferson in the fifth overall yes. pick for Javante. Yeah. You're still taking it?
2: Yes. Yeah, as young I, as? Okay. Sure. Can I pick up Diggs? Can I pick up a? Hold on. Who do I have on my watch? Well, no. You'd one? have to go trade them. You'd have to go trade no, no, them no, no. separately. Can, can I get a McLaren? Can I get an Evans, a Renfro, a Hill, a Johnson? I mean they're not going to be on the waiver wire, you'd have to go make a trade separately. To well, get a wide
1: receiver one, you're gonna to have to make a separate trade or yeah. hold
2: on, or what's already on my roster.
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's what the yeah. hypothetical well so because- so the, the point of the hypothetical
2: <laughs> is <laughs>
0: to we'll like, say hang on, Jason. Let me let me give you the, the point of this. Yeah, the point is for listeners to be able to judge the value of the pieces they have. So if we have a yeah. listener that has Javante Williams, mm-hmm. he wants to know if someone wants to trade for Javante, what's the value I should be looking for? Like, and I and I think actually, and I genuinely think Digs in a fifth. That's why that was the first one I offered was Digs in a fifth, and the fifth overall pick is actually very fair value for where Javante is about to wind up this year.
2: No, I listen. Because that, that's
0: I, that's the purpose.
2: I don't value like, and I think we're on the same page. I just don't value wide receivers like that. Sure.
0: And, so what if it was, now I'm curious, what if you had Debo on your team and it was Debo in the fifth overall pick for Javante?
2: That's dirty, dog. That's, that's very dirty because uh, I love me some Debo. No, I know I you do.
0: Yeah, like, and, and I, so there, there's,
2: your, there's your limit. Yeah, you're not moving Debo in the fifth. Well, because Debo is going to give you points everywhere. Yeah. He, yes. he might roast and,
0: and, and let me put it this way, for anyone who's listening, If you have Debo Samuel on your team, unless someone wants to trade you their fucking roster, he stays. So that's an unfair. Actually, here we go. Kobe, you have Debo. What what does it take to get Debo off you? No. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and I'm not against that. Like for me, you're probably going to have to offer me like Jonathan Taylor and Devontae Adams. No, no, no. Yeah, you're going to have to give me Jonathan Taylor, a and, wide receiver
2: one, and a first-round pick. And then yeah. you can get Debo. Yeah. It, it would take Taylor and – um, because you have to think that – Like, if you gave me
0: Taylor, Diggs, and the sixth overall pick for Debo, all right, yeah, sure.
2: yes. Yeah.
0: That's about what it would take for me, though. Uh, no, no. Uh,
2: Listen, man. I, and even I still, it. yeah, see, even still, it's tough. How many points did Debo get last year? A lot. He was the best player in fantasy last year. <laughs> I mean, I know he got a lot, but what's the what's the wins above replacement on that? <laughs> I'll
0: look up the number right now.
1: It was Debo and a bit of a cliff, and then the rest of the top, 12.
2: Would you trade Debo for Russ and Javante? I think I would. For Russ and Javante? Mm. I, I I think that they're going to put up that many.
1: I agree with you that Russ will be quarterback one. I don't think I'm as high on Javante as you are.
2: Dude,
1: it's
2: going to be a monster. Now, I could just be full of shit too.
1: Well, there you go. But uh, we, we got anything else on the on this on this trade thing, Quinn? But,
2: but I really truly believe that Javante and, and and Russell Wilson are going to be a monster in Denver. Oh yeah, no, I'm with that. Almost like Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz should have been.
0: All right, apparently numbers aren't coming.
2: I, I can't find the actual number that he put can you up, but imagine, I know he was wide receiver one. Can you imagine if Indianapolis had a competent quarterback last year? And what's crazy is we thought that was what Wentz was going to be. But that's what Denver is going to be this year, in my opinion. Could be it's The, the my, thing
0: that scares me the most about Denver is their O-line because it's not great. And they're not going against weak pass rushes by any means. They've got Mack and Bosa twice a year. Yeah, have did... Chandler Jones and Max Crosby twice a year. Neither Bengals. Yeah, and their quarterback got sacked how many times?
1: Russell Wilson is the most sacked quarterback in NFL history. Is he more than
0: Ben? Oh, yeah. Per season, definitely. Really? Obviously not in total numbers, but per season without a doubt. Really? I didn't. All right. Oh, yeah. No, dude gets sacked.
1: He regularly sacked 50. Which is also
0: why I love having, like, the Chargers defense this year because Russ likes to get sacked.
1: Yeah.
0: But, um, you know, the, the, and, and it scares me more for Javante's numbers than it does Russ as the Broncos haven't really upgraded their O-line. But with that, I've got to get into my number one bullshit, and I got to pull it up because it's uh,
2: it's. Did something. you finally do a TikTok with uh, the Junior Mahomes? I'm not going to. Oh, it's it's worse,
0: it's worse than that, and it is complete bullshit. And this is Quinn's number one bullshit. So, Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> This is the tweet. As I prepare for the launch of my NFT multiplayer game Blockbots, what other dope NFT projects are you guys hype about? Let me know. He's progressed from worse than TikTok, and Juju's an NFT guy now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I literally I sent it to Kobe. He hasn't viewed it yet. Which I can see from uh I, I can see that it's sent, but he ain't viewed it yet. I literally said it, I said, I officially don't like Juju. Oh, I thought I thought you had already seen that. Yeah, that's it. That's what the fuck. What, like I feel like his next step is gonna make an NFT his profile picture on Twitter.
2: And like, I mean, he's just I mean, fucking TikTok boy just gets worse. Well, and Cubby knows this. There has never been a Pittsburgh Steeler I have disliked more than Juju. I can't. I just don't like him. You know that's that's terrible.
0: NFTs. Yeah, he's in NFTs. I'm sure he, next he's going to have a
2: Bitcoin sponsorship or some nonsense. That's what it was. He thought he signed his uh contract in NFTs and realized it was in real money and lost seven million dollars. Yeah, and and honestly, like. Uh, some some football players now are
0: wanting like some of their contract in Bitcoin. I'm not against that. I, well, I don't I don't disagree with that.
2: But well, it's really NFT good. shit, stupid. I don't even understand it. I really don't. I like monkey pitchers. JPEG. It's, it's it's honestly
1: it's it's the same thing as it's a very similar thing as uh cryptocurrency. I don't fully understand it either, but it's a, it's the new wave bullshit.
0: See, but and cryptocurrency is- at least makes sense. Yes, it didn't it's, make sense. it's fifteen still years ago
1: when it started.
0: Yeah, but like the way that NFTs work, so the whole idea is it's like art that somebody has made that is digitized, and then if you you own you can own the
2: NFT, you can own pretty much the 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 JPEG. So, so I guess Jack from Twitter like sold his first tweet is an nft for like 280 dollars everybody in america has a screenshot exactly that's my whole thing is it's like yeah it's so so different from
0: like that's my thing is that's the difference between that and cryptocurrency if you own three bitcoins no one else can be like oh well i also have those three bitcoins on my phone (laughs) if you say i have this monkey picture someone else can be
2: like oh well i have that same monkey picture on my phone who the fuck cares that's the part that I can't get past is you'll post on your Twitter, hey, look, I just bought this NFT and all like, I gotta do is like screenshot it. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I got it too. Yeah, I can so, literally click your image, hit the three dots in the top right,
0: save. Yeah. Now I also have your NFT. So, so what so the
1: NFTs won't show their value yet? My favorite NFTs, thing was uh who was the it? NFTs will only take off once the quote unquote metaverse or what the fuck ever. I just takes don't. Off.
0: I don't Dollar. know that that will take off. Um, no, my, my favorite, my favorite thing was uh Faze Banks did a podcast. This is like a, he's been a big NFT guy, and someone asked him about his NFT stuff, and he goes, "Oh, well, I have." He goes, "I have like 18 million dollars. None of that's liquid. It's all in NFTs." I was like, "Oh, so you don't have 18 million dollars? Because you're you're now gambling? Because that's the whole thing, right?" Is so let's say I have shit. I got this nut button right. This button right here that says nut on it. And if I click it, it goes nut. It goes nut. You know that that I got this button right. And if I say, yeah, this is a ten million dollar button. But if I put it up in auction and it goes for thirteen dollars, then obviously I did. You know I can be like, oh yeah, I have ten million dollars in this nut button, but it's not liquid. But that's the whole thing with NFTs. It's it's been the thing for years. It's been like I have
2: this super cool, like signed Tom Brady rookie card. Yeah, but but if you think if you think it's worth a million dollars and it sells for 13, can you take the loss as a tax break? No. Screw it then.
0: Yeah, that's and that and that's what I'm saying. It's like you could be like, yeah, I got this this image of a monkey for a million dollars i bought this image of a monkey for a million dollars and now it's worth 13 well you don't know that it's worth 13 until you try to sell it and you see that shit um if you ever watch the show pawn stars there's someone that comes in with this item and it gets evaluated at like two thousand dollars and they're like oh well i had an offer for twice that much and they're like well it's worth two thousand so if you got an offer for twice that much go take it Right, and lo and behold, you never hear from that fucker again. You know, like items are worth what they're worth, and then with something like a with something like an NFT, it's so volatile.
2: Yeah, I don't don't understand the shit.
0: And then you just had Kanye West release an album that was an NFT. Or it wasn't an NFT. You had to buy like a specific media player for like two hundred dollars, and it just got obliterated online because people were like, "This is the dumbest shit ever. This is not how you build a fan base, or this is not how you keep a fan base."
2: Yeah, I get that.
0: Yeah, worlds of stupidity. But you know what isn't stupid? Enjoying a nice, well cooked steak, and that leads us into this week's prime beef take
1: thanks quinn i'm gonna make it a little quick just because we've already talked about it a good bit um it was gonna be baker mayfield he's going to leave cleveland eventually they're gonna trade him somewhere they're gonna cut him and someone's gonna sign him and wherever he signs he's gonna show up with that chip on his shoulder that he
0: had in oklahoma
1: you guys genuinely hope he's
0: outrageously successful
1: What's what's the what's the most memorable moment from uh, Baker Mayfield's entire college and professional career? When he got speared
2: by that cop when he was publicly intoxicated. <laughs> yep, that I'm with that. That's it. Okay, what's the second? <laughs>
1: when, when he, he played, got speared by that other cop. <laughs> no, he, it's when he it's played what, at, Was it the, Kansas that didn't shake his hand? Oh, yeah. yeah. They ended up grabbing his nuts on the sideline.
0: Oh, God. I, I like Spear by the Cop. That's definitely he it. Play,
1: in college, whenever he left Texas Tech and had to go to Oklahoma and earn his right to be number one, he had that chip on his shoulder. Then he gets to the NFL, and he gets drafted number one overall, and he, gets, and he thinks he's the best. Nobody's better than me. He has nobody to be pissed off at. He had nobody to say, you fucked up by not drafting me because the very first team drafted him. Yeah. Now that team has given up on him. Now he's going to have it in his head that you fucked up mentality. And that's and my favorite absolute that, fucking tear.
0: That reminds it me of my favorite draft quotes. It's like, you know, someone gets picked like 23rd overall. He's like, well, I'm going to show 22 other teams. They fucked up like John Rose that shit. Yes. But, except not him because he's dog ass, but that was the
1: funniest shit ever. That's my favorite because, er, like, most of them that they interview like that. I'm going to show 31. T- Lamar Jackson did it, won an MVP three years later.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like that, I love that shit. They were wrong. And, and even runner. even if you wind up not being good, right?
2: Like, I love com- like a player that comes in with that mentality. I ha- I have to bring up um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, said that the San Francisco 49ers were going to regret not drafting him yep. and they nothing but kicked the shit out of him and well, That was fun. Would
0: well, you want to keep going with your prime beef? That was honestly it. <laughs> yeah. Um but no what uh, what Jason was about to talk about is, you know, Rogers talking you know because Rogers was supposed to go number one to four, San Fran that yeah, he's was... done phone died he's texting well, me from all right well that will be the uh the end of Jason tonight. but that is fine because we're gonna get into our outro um and Kobe where can they find you at
1: uh, you can always find me on Twitter, at BeefGarbon36. Um, as usual, we'll talk about anything fantasy football. Uh, apparently, I, I know more about NFTs than I thought, but maybe I need to be drunk for that. So we could talk about fun NFT drinks, I guess. I don't fucking know. Just don't buy them. Just well, no, buy the drinks. Buy the
0: drinks. Don't buy the NFTs.
1: I'm convinced the drinks make the NFTs make sense. You're not drunk enough, Quinn. That's your problem.
0: I've had four beers since we started this show. Drink a fifth. Oh, I'm going to grab one. The second we log off here, <laughs> where am I going to try to hit baseballs? Um, you can find me at Quinn underscore Cusky. Uh, really loving this baseball season so far. Vladdy jr. Hit three home runs in one game, which was fucking insane. Um, so yeah, so if you want to talk baseball and how depressing, especially the nationals are more than welcome to talk about that. Um, obviously we got basketball and hockey playoffs you want to talk about that i'm all on board um you want to talk video games i'm always you know i'm 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 gaming i'm even if i'm not playing it i'm at least plugged in enough to know what you're playing if you want to talk about it i'm more than game so always down with some shit and of course in with the music especially hard rock metal and for this week the music moment it had it couldn't be more appropriate they just won the grammy first best metal performance the alien dream theater it's fantastic i think i might have used it before but they just won a grammy so it gets used again if i did so here it is we're out peace